for promo? Shut the fuck up, Kent. Welcome to the Friday Night Super Show on its new home, DabinAladdin.com. With its host, Dabin Aladdin. I run the Super Show now. The Super Show is my show now. I run the Super Show now. This is my show now, you bitch. I run the Super Show, bitch. The Super Show is my show now. I run the Super Show now. This is my show now. Wow, wow. It's my show. I run the Super Show. Not you. This is my show now, it's mine. I run the super show. This is my show. It's the Dabbing Aladdin show. Dabbing Aladdin Friday night. Super show, it's my show now. Dabbing Aladdin Friday night. Super show, it's my show now. Dabbing Aladdin show all other Fridays. My shows are fake, this is mine. The Friday night. Super show, hosted by Dabbing or Ladding, no one else, it's my show. Dabbing or Ladding, Friday night, super show. Dabbing or Ladding, Dabbing or Ladding, Dabbing or Ladding, I run the super show now, it's all Dabbing or Ladding, Dabbing or Ladding, super show, Friday night, super show, Dabbing or Ladding, Friday night. Super show, Gavin Aladdin, Gavin Aladdin, it's a super show, Friday night, it's a super show, Friday night, it's a super show, my show now, super show, my show now, it's a super show, my show now, it's a super show, my show, Gavin Aladdin, Friday night. Super show, I started this show, it's my show, it's not your show, it's a dab in Aladdin, Friday night, super show, the show is all dab in Aladdin, I run the show, it's a dab in Aladdin, Friday night, super show, the super show is my show now, dab in Aladdin, Friday night, super show. Hey, yeah. how are you? How you doing? How's your mother? Welcome to the Friday Night Super Show. I am your host, Dabbin Aladdin. This is the only network that matters, Dab Comedy. And I would like to start this show by checking my privilege and apologizing for not being black or gay, I am sorry that I do not suck dick or drink Kool-Aid. I have it easier in life because of this, and I recognize this. So I would just like to check my privilege and state this so that everybody knows that I am not a racist and I am part of the solution and not the problem. We have a great show tonight for you folks uh, lots to talk about. Famous people are still raping. Uh, black people are still mad, and even though they have a holiday. And there was a wrestling pay-per-view last weekend. And we're going to talk about shows 
from a before time when everything wasn't all about interracial gay relationships and things were actually funny. So we're going to get into all of this tonight. So I'm going to start this by buzzing in my trusty co-hosts. Let's start off with, uh, with this motherfucker. Poppin' Dennis. What's good, fam? We out here. Uh, another Friday night, I guess. But, you know, what can I really oh, yeah. say? People losing Is their this... fucking minds. Facts. Is this show to your standards so far? The production value, the the me caring about everybody, the everything? It's all up to your standards? Yeah, absolutely. And I actually got a chance here to talk, so I, I appreciate that. I had to write you up last week because... You know, I had to send you to the commissioner because I disgruntled last week. But I think we're good tonight. I think we're we're firing, we're firing all on cylinders you, here. So, you drinking tonight? What are you sipping on? Oh, I got the Ronies. I got the Rona. Oh you know. shit! You sh- sipping those Ronas? You you got a little bit of Lyme oh. disease in the Rona, or is it just I do. Rona? You don't see. Hell it. yeah! I know you you can see the video feed here, but uh, I didn't. Actually, put a line inside the bottle. Video feeds are are coming soon, ladies and gentlemen. Quick fucking update for the folks before we buzz in the homie trip. Uh, video <laughs> is coming soon. Everything is coming soon. They fucking my arch nemesis, tranny rival Brandon DeGroat and his uh, autistic lesbian lover both got my feed taken down off of SoundCloud finally and that fucked up the feed cause that's what I was doing uh, dab comedy through but fuck all that fuck them fuck everybody dab comedy is back I got my money back from SoundCloud fuck those German fucks I got this shit up <laughs> just through through good old blog talk because my main bitch Alexa at blog talk has come to me and told me that these fucking psychopath trannies have tried to get my shit taken down. And I have explained to her that they are trolls. I have a whole email of me talking to blog talk, explaining to them how Nyla Rose and his wife are both trolls. And I am just a very credible professional wrestling reporter. And I am trying to do my journalistic duties over here. And they don't like me doing my journalistic duties. So they try to get my shit taken down. But Nyla Rose is a fucking troll. And my shit's back. So just the long story short here, ladies and gentlemen, is subscribe to Dab Comedy everywhere. Dab Comedy on iTunes. Dab Comedy on Spotify. Dab Comedy YouTube coming soon. It's the fucking Dab Comedy takeover. We are fucking here. We are not queer. We apologize for that. Check our privilege. Get used to it. Time to buzz hey, hold in. On, hold, on. The hold on. Oh, oh. 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 I think I'm key. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look that drives the crew while I've got the mood that really move them. I said chill up and down there, fine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy. The homie trip, 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 trip. What up? <laughs> the word like, son. How are you doing? 
I don't know. Oh, I'd like to not apologize for being white. I'm going to take the yeah, hard line yeah. on this one. How yeah. dare you, sir? How dare yeah, you? I'm, a, I'm taking the hard line tonight. Why not? Damn, bro. That's fucking harsh. So what is Try- what is this holiday? It's a holiday. Oh. Oh, holiday road. The, the Silk Road. The Underground Railroad. Uh, Yo, real talk though. I I've actually always thought the guy on that Green Day song sounds exactly like Trip, the guy who goes like on, in the music. Now here from the president of California or whatever the fuck he says, that guy sounds just like Trip. The first time I heard the guy's voice, I thought it was well, not the first time because I heard that song before I knew Trip, but the first time I heard it in the last like five years, I, I was like, that sounds just like Trip. I have Trip. to go back and re-listen to it. Yeah, that's, that's uh, besides the point. Uh, I didn't do my homework here tonight, so I really point. don't know what this. I don't know what this. I know that's means. why you asked me. Shush, Dennis. But, go but, back but to. I'm just, hold on. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm You're not allowed to talk here, don't you know the hold rules? Hold on. Like, hold on. I got off work early today at like two o'clock, so I'll take it. I mean, whatever it means, I'll. Black like people with got it, off slavery today at 400 years ago, and you know what? That's all that matters. Not you, Dennis. Check your privilege. Okay. All right. Yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> More. It was no, like no. 170 years ago or something like that, 160. And I ate Aunt like Mama a, uh, maple syrup this morning, so I guess I'm wow. completely wrong. Oh, you fucking queer. What are you, you're fucking queer? Clan. If you ate Aunt Mama syrup, you're basically in the clan. Wow. 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 Dude, okay, I just like, like, look, man, Canceled. and I'm, not, I'm really not like a dude that's like riled up. I'm riled up just for the fact that it's like getting rid of of stuff. Like we don't need to get rid of stuff. If you don't want to pay it no mind, don't pay it any mind. Like that's that's been my case for a dec like well over a decade, but on record, like a decade, man. It's just like, look, man, it's part of what it is and it's like you don't have to cancel every like everybody's like the cancel culture shit's got out of control because everybody's just going, <clears throat> no, get rid of it. We Oh, it's fine for us to fucking pull down a oh, statue yeah. of George Washington and set his head on fire. Dude, you know, and I, it's like, I had a thought about this the other day, bro. Dude, fucking, with like what you just said about cancel culture, like, I feel like that all comes from technology, does it not? I mean, obviously, I think it starts in the colleges, but it gets spread like wildfire through technology. I had this weird thought the other day that, like, maybe we can't handle this fucking technology, and it's going to tear our society apart, and then we're just going to have to be rebuilt back up after. Not only that, but everybody knows that, like, how you feel. Okay, if you live in an area... I think most of us, aside from Dennis, and I don't know how much uh, Iowa is a far cry from, you know, Virginia as far as, like, culturally, but it's like (laughs) most of us grow up in, like, around the same area. You know what I mean? Like, Joe's never lived down south. I've never lived up north. We've both traveled the country, been to fucking all across the country. You know what I mean? But it's like all this shit that we see on our news feeds and everything, and then you go outside and it's like, 
Like, you know, you hear yeah, this no, crickets out The birds don't like, give a fuck, dude. The birds don't give a fuck about any of this shit, dog. And that's how I'm trying to fucking be. Dude, I fucking told you guys both. I deleted the Facebook app from my phone today. I logged out of fucking Snapchat. I'm just sick of hearing all this shit. It's like really just killing right. my fucking vibe, dude. Besides, if I don't look at anything, the only thing wrong in my world right now is I can't go to the gym. When I open that shit, it's literally just everybody I know in the world whining. It's all I open the app and it's everybody I know in the world's problems. Everybody's just bitching. It, it, it's no happy shit. I, I, the only app I'm using now is Instagram because my Instagram feed is all people just smoking weed. And that's all I'm really trying to see now is bitches' tits and asses and people smoking weed. That's what makes me happy is bitches' tits and asses and smoking weed. I'm not trying to fucking hear all this fucking bullshit. I'm not trying to go on Facebook and see everybody fighting. Ah, Trump this, Trump that, the left this, that, that, that. I don't give a fuck about any of it. I never give a fuck about politics. People who talk about politics are nerds. I am not a nerd. I am the fucking champ. And that's, I'm just trying to do fucking funny, entertaining shit, like the shit that inspired me that we're going to talk about tonight. Shows that we grew up watching that inspired us to do the style of content that we do nowadays. Are uh, you still there, Trip? Yeah, I'm trying to connect back to you guys. Um, I don't know what's going on right now. All right, yeah, uh, until you come back, you know, I w- I'm very interested in this uh, topic that we discussed in, you know, planning the show here tonight because, you know, I remember a time when, like, we were growing up on very offensive programming on television and nobody – the only thing you could really – yeah, the only thing you could really say was like, damn, that's really fucked up. But you didn't cry about it and say, hey, we need to get the show taken off the television because it hurt my feelings. You also you know? have a, right. a bad echo going, too. I don't know if if somebody's not on mute somewhere or what the, what the echo is, but I fucking hear an echo, too. You, you guys know, hear dude. that? I'm on my house phone again. I'm on my house phone. Oh, that might phone. be it. And then I'm on mute. I don't on know. The but the yeah, phone I, I is def- supposed to be a more solid connection, so I don't know what happened with uh, when because you said that before that like my shit was all yeah. fucked. I might need to call back in. My internet's been fucking wonky. Okay, it's fine. Well, yeah, let's fucking start getting into these shows and stuff that we're gonna talk about. Uh, well- we have a couple no, people on the line trying to get in. Yeah. We'll fucking get to you guys soon. In like between fifteen and, and thirty minutes, we'll we'll start buzzing in callers. Next fifteen to thirty, though, is just going to be us going over. Uh, we're going to start talking about this, then you guys can call in and give us some of your stuff. So basically, a, a reoccurring theme on this show has been how shit is just gay nowadays. All these shows are <laughs> fucking gay. They force shit down your fucking throat. All this fucking, just different agendas. I really feel like that wasn't there as much when we were younger. And there were different things. I want to start with the furthest. The furthest back for me is definitely not the furthest back for you guys. Because you guys are probably a little bit, oh, I mean, you guys yeah, are we, a we fucking. We had probably li- stopped watching whatever you're about to bring up by the time that you yeah, were I like, mean, oh, this the is real, cool. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's South Park for me. That's, that's been this, going on yo, well, for a while. Start for me. Before South Park for me, before anything for me, was just fucking when I was probably like eight or nine years old watching the Tom Green show. And that was just the funniest fucking thing 
in the fucking world to me. The the main yeah. difference between I would say what Tom Green does and what I do now is that he never had a victim in his things. It was maybe his parents sometimes playing pranks on them, but it was normally just him confusing people in public, and they would actually get mad. But he's like Canadian, so he's just nicer. He didn't really have the malicious intent that I have, but he would go out and do these stunts. Like he had one called Undercutters, where he would fucking dress up like a pizza man, and he had a tackle box. Tackle box. With pop- <laughs> yeah. 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 He had a- Tackle box filled with fucking pizza toppings, and he followed the pizza delivery guy around, and he would go to the person's house and try to sell them a pizza, put the toppings on it in front of them, and try to sell it to them for cheaper than the pizza they just ordered. It was undercutters. It was fucking hilarious. There was one where he was in a park where people were playing baseball, and he was going around in like a giant blow-up ball. Remember that? And just fuck, some guy stabbed it. Yeah, the people bubble. People would get so mad. But he would just really just confuse people. And that was really like the first thing that I had seen like that that probably gave me the idea to like fuck with people. And it, like, I got, I got a know, good Tom kind of, Green story. But. Yeah. Uh, Dennis, sorry, you were t- chiming in, man. But. No, I was just going to say, you know, at the time watching that show, uh, again, we were watching it when I was growing up, you know, that was like a new revolutionary type thing going on so i mean just watching that and then when the show's over you're like what the fuck was that you know what i mean like how did <laughs> you know it, i mean at the time that's when mtv was still playing music videos and like you had little shows coming in oh yeah it, like the bum bum song was number one yeah. on trl like there was an online effort to get the bum bum song at to number one on trl they beat out like the backstreet boys and all the shit that was hot I at the time but like that. My bum is on yeah. the ship. My bum is on the ship. The battle ship. And then gets and then so, gets a uh, then gets a Eminem lyric in his song. There is an echo too, but I don't know where that's coming from. And I I I don't think it's me because my shit's muted. House phone. I don't right. understand how a house phone gets a fucking uh, anyway. gimmick, but and I might call back after I tell the story. But go ahead. Yeah, go Dennis. ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say I was. Uh, Segwaying into what you were gonna say. Go ahead. More than well. Oh, well, is is it is it like okay? So Tom Green like preset jackass, but like uh, CKY was doing their stuff around the same time as um, as uh, <laughs> Tom Green was. Right. Right. And, and I grew up a skateboarder. Those are like Bam Margera's friends. Those are Bam Margera's friends. Yeah, it's friends, like Bam Margera right? and his friends. But like, if you were into skateboarding. He's you would, dad up in the bathroom. But yeah, <laughs> if if you were in skateboarding, like you had a camera around, and I had a camera around, and I'm talking about like I used to film skate shit with my dad's old RCA that looks like a news camera, where you shoved the whole fucking VHS tape in there and recorded. I still wow. have those. I remember that. I remember. I that. still had those. You know. That was and, like um, social media before social media skate videos. Yes. Yes. So, so like, just being a skateboarder and stuff like that, having a camera was, like, part of the culture almost. Like, not everybody did, but it was, like, it was important for, like, I was the guy that 
was able to skate and fucking, you know, bring the camera to the skate spot with all the homies. You know what I and mean? And that was that was CKY oh, yeah. and what they were doing at the time. Right. So 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 eventually you get into all that stuff. And I would go reenact stuff at the mall like I uh um I broke my growth plate like in my ankle. Damn. Um doing uh jujitsu. I I was doing Brazilian jujitsu okay, when I was like Rogan. 15. No, I, when I was like when I was like fourteen or fifteen, I did it like I did it for like two years. But I got slung during practice and broke my fucking growth plate. So like I had like these crutches and uh, and I was a mall rat too. On top of all this, right? So I had a like a like a cast and crutches. And as soon as I could like do stuff with it, I did. You know what I mean? Like when it healed enough for me to put pressure on it or whatever. So, like, I would be, like, crutching around the mall and, like, purposely bust my ass in front of a bunch of people, which is a Tom Green bit uh, from the original show. And, you know, and I would have my my friends uh, ran the arcade where we would hang out. So we just play video games for free all goddamn day long, you know, and and have them... Remember yeah, arcade? Yeah, dude. There arcade you go. The exactly. Shit. So, so, and they would film me like incognito, you know, off to the side, and and you know, catch me when I would just like bust my ass in front of everybody, like acting like I fell on crutches with a fucking legitimate cast on. You still you have any of those so, videos? Oh yeah, I still I still do. I I, I don't know how I would upload them. Um, and I gotta find them. But uh, they're still around. But it, it's like, I got a point. Like, so, and this was like early nineties. And this this was like early nineties or late nineties. Late late nineties, early two thousands, like ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one. Oh, yeah. I got a point. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was like ten years old then. So I didn't have fucking cameras and shit yet. I was just watching Tom Green at this time era. But yeah, Dennis. Yeah, I was just going to say, we used to do the backyard wrestling thing, too, and we would do kind of the same thing and have those big-ass VHS fucking cameras and try to film, you know. And we didn't really do it in the beginning, and I was like, hey, we should probably film this shit because to us it was epic, you know, these matches and shit we were having yeah. with neighbor kids. And, you know, That's so dope. eventually we got, we got into, like, filming them. And I don't know where those tapes are, but I remember, you know, we had a cameraman and everything. It was, you know, really serious to us at the time. Uh, but to get back to yeah. like the shows and shit that were going on uh, in the '90s, <clears throat> again you were you were. Hey, hey sorry, sorry, right quick. Do I still got an echo going on for both of y'all? No, it sounds good now. To me, it sounds yeah. alright. I like turn the volume down on my headphones so I don't hear it as much. It's probably still there a little bit. If anybody's listening to the show and wants to yeah, let, let me know if they echo or not, yeah. If not, I'll hang up. Just, I mean, just let me know, and I'll hang up and call back. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Ask Obi. I, I, I know that he's in there listening. Ask, ask Obi if he hears an echo, because I, I definitely still hear it a little bit. I'm just trying to not fucking keep, keep ruining the show talking about it. But that could be blog talk. That could be going on with blog talk here tonight. Who knows? But again, no, growing up in the I, 90s, yeah. I was just going to say, growing up in the 90s and shit, there was a lot of television and things that were going on that were, like, cutting edge that if they came out today, people would be uh, completely fucking outraged. You you would have 
people on Facebook butthurt. And, you know, we didn't have Facebook back then. We, we would yeah. just go meet up with our friends, and they'd be like, yo, did you see that shit last night on TV? Again, South Park. Uh, a lot of shows that were going on uh, in this time period, um, you know, you, you would go to school and even have these conversations like, yo, did you see that shit last night? And it was oh, yeah, that's, like, that's, that ruled the lunch oh, table, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, uh, I like, hadn't really gotten into Comedy Central yet because Tom Green was on MTV, and then his yeah. shit was going. Then I remember he got cancer. I remember watching yeah, them on, remove man. Tom Green's ball on MTV. Rub your they balls. Feel your balls. Cancer <laughs> surgery. On MTV, dog. I was like fucking nine watching this dude get his ball Love taken out balls. on MTV. I couldn't fucking believe that shit. You know what my favorite part of that fucking special was? The the ball cancer special? He did the song, you know, the the guitar song, Rub Your Balls, Feel he Your was Balls. Very and serious. And it, well, not only that, but it was like uh, there was an overwhelming response of, of a few people that uh, watched that special and realized that they had, you know, went and got checked out and felt that, you know, they had ball cancer or whatever, right? But my favorite part of that is that he's trying to make a show out of it, right? <laughs> and he's in the hospital. And right. he leaves the hospital bed and goes outside the hospital and his mom is smoking a cigarette. And he goes, Mom, why are you smoking? He goes, Don't do that. You'll get cancer. Ha 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 You know how he does or whatever. And like he's he's like in her face like, Don't smoke cigarettes, you'll get cancer. Ha 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 Bring the camera. You know and, Bring the camera. And, and his mom is like gen- you could feel like a mother's worry, you know, she's like genuinely like smoking outside because She's afraid that uh, her son has cancer, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, but it's such a genuine moment that is also so funny. And I would like to think that I would take that t- type of tact in that kind of situation. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's right. like he's still yeah. making fun, even though he's got to get a ball removed. You know what I mean? And, that and, way, and dude. If you go back and you watch that, uh, if you can pull that up on YouTube or whatever, I mean, there was moments in that special where, you know, you almost wanted to hear, like, the sad music in the background to be like, oh, this is some real shit. Yeah. But but it was kind of, like, played off as, like, this is comedy, whatever. But um, uh, as we progress, as we get into further along. um, Comedy Central era of programming, if you will. Yeah. I just want to say, you know, the Chappelle show was like a big influence on me and like watching that shit. And oh yeah, uh, I didn't even want to go there yet, dude. I I'm just saying, I mean, if you do, yeah, we could dude. do a whole show I mean, on that just alone. But it's so clear that the Chappelle show is an influence on all of us. All the drops yeah. we do that I have here in the studio are Chappelle show drops. We all, all the memes we make are Chappelle show. All the gifts we send in our group chat are fucking Chappelle show. We all were clearly like so inspired by Chappelle show. Cause dude, they, I mean, you guys are a little bit older than me. Like I said, not trying to call you guys old too much, but I was watching <laughs> that right. shit when I was in middle. We are. So like a lot we of are. a lot of the ideas and shit that Chappelle was discussing, like I hadn't even really like 
known yet. Like, I didn't necessarily know, like, racial stereotypes yet, and I didn't necessarily know a lot of the issues going on in the world, because I was in, like, sixth, seventh grade. And, like, I because I was such a Comedy Central fan when I was in middle school, dude. I fucking remember, and it would, it definitely has influenced me to this day with how much of a fucking lunatic I am, but this, this is such a different era. I have, like, a vivid memory of being in a baseball card store with my stepdad, and there was a fucking card I wanted, and he told me that he would buy it for me if I agreed to stop watching Comedy Central. And I was like, "Go <laughs> yeah. fuck yourself." That's well, not happening, you know what? sir. My dad, I, you're okay. not buying me to stop watching it. I got I, and and like me and Dennis when we were in school, they would replay the old Saturday Night Lives, like from like three to four. Or like yep. three to like five somewhere in there, they would play like when it was Sandler and fucking Farley and Spade and uh, Norm Macdonald, like like the best the early nineties, like ninety to ninety five was, was like good. the best era of Saturday Night Live. A and B, I got a funny thing about that when I was nine or ten years old, I was probably about nine, and um, my dad. I would, like, we had just gotten a trampoline, so I would beat the fuck out of my brother wrestling on a trampoline, like, every day after school, right? And and just do just do wrestling, like, just powerbomb my brother on the trampoline, oh, you yeah. know, or whatever. And, like, that was, like, my whole gimmick, you know? And then I fucked up my brother doing something one time, and then my mom, like, got onto my dad, and... Like I said, wrestling fandom is is four generations old. My great grandfather that died before I was born was a huge wrestling fan. Powerbombed so, his like brother, and then his yeah, son powerbombed like, like, his like brother. And my father powerbombed his brother. And my and father, and my, my father powerbombed his father before him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and one day so, my son will powerbomb me. <laughs> right, yeah. And someday my son will powerbomb me. There you go. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, but but my dad gave me, my dad gave me an okay. ultimatum. My dad gave me this ultimatum one time. Just and, and I found out later he did it just to see what I would do. Because I fucked my brother up pretty bad one day. And... Uh, it went askew, as wrestling often does, goes askew, and I fucked him up, oh. uh, like for real. And uh, my dad was like, through through the power of my mom, essentially was like, he's like, you can catch an ass whooping, or you're not watching wrestling anymore. And I was like, give me that. Ass better take this ass whooping. I was like, I was oh. I was like holding back tears, going like. Man, I do not want an ass whooping right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like eight or nine years old, and I was just gonna like, I do not bumps. want it. If I'm gonna want to keep watching, gonna have to take <laughs> your bumps, brother. And so, but my dad told me, like, you know, within like the past five years, my dad told me that he was like proud that I took an ass whooping instead of like stopping watching wrestling. And I was like, awesome. he, he just meant that was important to you, and you made the right choice yeah, like i'm glad you took was, your licks you know i was in dog also i mean let's not forget wwe is also definitely a programming that influenced all of yeah. us when it fucking yeah, sure. down to it too because for comedy then that's probably some of the first comedy we saw is wwe's comedy well, not only thing. that like, like 
like when Raw started, me and Dennis were still in elementary school. You know what I mean? Yeah, like dude, 93, I, I, you know? I watched the first Raw, you know, when they were in that, like, bingo hall fucking whatever that was. I remember coming home, and I was like, oh, shit, we're doing the Monday Hammerstein night fucking. Ballroom. Yeah, whatever that was. But uh, I want to touch on something before we get too heavy into wrestling and shit, because I know there's a pay-per-view we need to discuss. But well, We are uh, not doing th- wrestling yet. That was not a segue, right, yeah, sir. Yeah. We are about right, to get right. into the Comedy Central era of programming. Yeah, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. There was a show on Comedy Central called Insomniac that came on at like 2. Yeah, you beat me to it. That's Dude. what I was about to go into. Dude. That shit was the fucking best <laughs> show Ever, I dude. met David Tell when I was 17, hanging out in Myrtle pimp. Beach. Oh, oh, in one-eyed pimps. Down the alleys we will creep. Throw all your friends <laughs> when you can't sleep. Come with me and okay. you will see. Late night freak show. Jubilee. Kick the Sandman in his sack. Stay up late. Insomniac. Joe knows the whole entire fucking song just like we all do. But I so, that was it. That was a that was a show that I would actually stay up and and try to catch. Oh, absolutely! Like, the, the new episodes because it was just so. It was on before South Park. It was on yeah, at like was nine or nine thirty. Yeah. No, but they were dude. It was the like best night for like real insomniacs, the people that couldn't fucking go to sleep, and you know oh, it was yeah. just so it was so crazy because you had a comedian. Were you guys twenty one yet when that show was on TV? What was that? Were you guys 21 yet when that show was on? Because watching that, no, no, I was no, no. like, I was seven. It, it, bar. I was watching it like, oh my god, when I'm older, I'm gonna fucking go out all night and go to bars and see one-eyed pimps. Dennis, I think Joe, I was. Yeah, I I was 17 and I met David Tell. We knew that he was coming to town because he didn't come to Myrtle Beach. Like Myrtle Beach was my stomping grounds, right? It was like. 20 minutes away from where we lived, basically, you know, but that's where we would go to party and hang out or whatever, right? So we found out David Tell was coming in to town, but we were old enough to, like, run the streets. You know what I mean? It was like my senior year in high school, you know what I mean? So uh, we found out where he would be and where they were filming. We weren't allowed in the bar, but we hung out, like, outside all, all, like, not all night, but like half the night, you know. Uh, and he had a whole Comedy Central camera crew with him and shit. Your fucking video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, there was a boom, there was a boom dude, and a, uh, it that, it was very that, limited. They had a they had a place outside, like a, a truck or whatever, right? But like when yeah. they did the filming segments, like it was all sort of, uh, you know, limited, you know. But they had the people there or whatever, and. You know, they shut everything down when he comes out. So it's like, you know, we were just like, hey, you know, glad you came to Myrtle Beach. Because it, it, if he was there in, like, June or July, it would have been fucking crazy. But he came during yeah. the off season, So there was, like, really, like, nobody hanging out. Like, that's the weird thing. Like, it, since I moved down here to Florida, it's tourist season all year round here. Um, you know, as crazy as Myrtle Beach used to be, you know, from from October to March, it's like a ghost town. It really is. It's like a ghost town. No one's there. Yeah, know? right. Except for, except for locals. So essentially mm. what he did was 
came in and hung out with a bunch of locals, and then they uh, they aired that special that not the special, but the uh, that episode. Move, they they aired that episode during uh, you know when it was hot, you know summertime, yeah. or whatever. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, dude, that's what I fucking loved about that show is him hanging out with all the locals and shit. I fucking remember, like, dude, I, I, he did some of the weirdest shit on there. I remember one time he was going on a fucking, he was one time he was going on the back of a truck. I think it was in, I don't think it was in Vegas. I don't know where it was, but he was going around on the back of a truck shooting these weird fucking animals, like with the animal New control. Orleans they was were a going good episode. Around. And, and he went everywhere yeah. down south, oh, yo, by you, the way, like Mur- like Myrtle yourself, Beach, New Orleans, you, Birmingham, you Alabama. On the fucking video again, bro. What now? On the the video, you have to mute yourself again. Oh, sorry, guys. All good, all good. No, there was an episode where he like I don't know what city it was, but he was riding around with like people that get trashed at like three in the morning, which <laughs> stands out to me because that yeah. was fucking hilarious. Anywhere down south. Let's be honest. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But it was good when, shit. When, when he was in New York, he had his mother give him a bath. <laughs> I remember that in one of the fucking episodes, dude. He did fucking hilarious shit. Dude. I, I think I actually have most episodes of that show on a fucking hard drive somewhere. I have, like, every episode of that show. I have every episode of Reno 911, another classic. No. But that one didn't, like, inspire me as much to do shit. Because, uh, like, Tom Green was one guy fucking with people. You know what I mean? And fucking, yeah. uh, what, uh, what show were we just fucking to? Oh, yeah, fucking Insomniac is one guy fucking with people. And then, like, fucking Ollie G, which was an HBO show. I was never really a huge fan of the Ollie G show, but Borat was a character on that show. Ollie G was a character on the show. Bruno was a character on the show. And I'm a I'm a fan of all those fuck. I'm mainly Borat probably influenced me yeah. more than fucking Ed. So Sasha Baron Cohen. Throw the Jew down the well. I want to throw the Jew down the well so my country can be free. So my country can be free. Not you must grab stuff. him by his horn. Not the same subject, Joe. But you know, me and Trip, we grew up on talk radio, like when people used to get in the studio with like their co-hosts, and they would. You know, regardless of what was going on in society. I know where you're going. Yeah, they would talk about shit. And I remember my dad uh, going to work in the mornings, and Howard Stern used to be in Washington, D.C. at the time. And I was probably in middle school, you know, but Howard Stern was making a transition into be what he is now. And you can say what you want about him. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But at the time, my dad. No, what he was 10 years ago, you mean. Yeah, and my dad, my dad would be getting up ready to go to work and getting, you know, everything situated so he could leave, and we would listen, you know, I, I would listen because the radio would be playing downstairs, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm listening to what this guy is talking about and having a conversation with people, and there's no, like, music breaks or anything like that, um, even like a, a Rush Limbaugh or, or political shit. Uh, talk radio has always been, like, something that I've been drawn to since I was a young kid. It's not why I do podcasts or any of that shit now, but it has a lot to do with it, if that makes sense. And I know Trip yeah. knows too as well. Uh, Trip, Trip is, I mean, Trip is, I kind Trip of miss a lot been, of that shit. Yeah, Trip has actually been involved with a lot of people that are like in the inner workings of FM radio and shit like that, which is fascinating to me because I remember there was a class in high school where we had a it's radio so, studio. It, 
doing what you know, we do, it's so much goddamn fun. And I don't want to divert too much, but like it's so goddamn fun and so like you can't help but be not starstruck, but like wow, I'm in a real fucking uh anybody can turn the dial that's in a car right now and find my voice when you do FM radio when you're actually in like a real studio yeah. like it's yeah, that's it, like what i wanted to do dude dude, dude the fucking reason why i it. fucking that's went to the college i fucking went to a regular college for six weeks because they had a radio station i wanted to be on the radio and then i realized it was college's scam and i dropped out because i'm smarter than what everyone and now i don't have any debt and i don't need to vote for bernie sanders but that, exactly. that's a whole other story. But here's the thing, though. Here's yeah. the thing, though, that I was, I was getting to. It's like when when we bounce around shows on Wednesday nights or whenever we decide to like check out people on Blog Talk. There's a lot of people that are involved in radio that really are good at radio and having conversations with people. But then you have the complete other spectrum where people don't check their audio. They don't fucking look at things that hey, people might be listening to me. I, I should probably yeah, take time to. <laughs> That too. I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have technical difficulties and shit. You're gonna deal with that. But what I'm saying is, is that I grew up in a in an era where talk radio was like, you know, essential. And uh, even in D.C., you know, when I left Virginia a few years ago, there's still a radio show that goes on in in D.C. at uh, D.C. 101, which is Elliot in the morning. And I've called in this show. I've tried to win tickets on this show. You know, this is like my talk radio shit that I used to listen to on the way to work and shit. Um, he's not the best, you know, he's probably, you know, if I had to give him a rating as like a show host, it's probably a seven out of 10, but it's, it's quality content because he has this girl that yeah. comes in and she's like, we're going to cover all these news stories that are going on in the media. And we do that too. You know, we cover, uh, as much as we can without getting bored with it. And I mean, look at all the shit in, in, in society right now. Like who, like I said, when we were bouncing around blog talk radio the other night, it was either black power uh, you know, black folks need to uh, get their, you know, they need to come up on a come up. And, you know, it was all this crazy shit going on that I was. Oh, it was to. either it was either white supremacists or black panthers on exactly. blog talk. There's no exactly. in between or or it's a crazy old white lady reading your fucking stars or whatever the fuck they do. Whatever. That's all blog talk is. It's fucking nuts, dude. But I'm not a radio critic. And, the, to, and to then there's I, us who, who, who are just professionals, you know. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm not here to analyze what these people do, but Blog Talk is one of these platforms, it's almost where you can go in and like pull up shows that are live, and then as a radio show host, I'm processing it in my head, I'm like, this is either garbage or this is good radio, and even if it's black power movements or white supremacy, you know, you got to kind of distance yourself and be a listener at a certain point, and if you're not, if you're not Interested in that things like Tripp said earlier, just turn the shit off. Why are you listening to this? But uh, bouncing around, you know, we're trying to find shows that we control and infiltrate, and that's how we found Obi. You know, uh, to shout him out. We'll he's get fucking him in here. waiting, let's by the way. He, yeah, yeah let's he, get Obi. He's been waiting. Yeah. Fucking. Fuck it, yeah, let's yeah, bring him yeah. In. I'll, I'll fucking buzz him and let me find his music. But yeah, like I've missed a lot of that radio shit. Because that was kind of when I was a little bit too young. Like, when I was young, I would mainly just listen to the hip-hop station here in Boston. But yeah, I, like, I mean, remember I my... But I fucking remember my uncle telling me when I was younger. Like, I'd be in, like, middle school, and my uncle would be telling me about shit they do on Howard Stern and how funny it was. But I didn't, like, listen yeah. to it. I had no way to listen to it. 
Uh, yeah, like yeah, for let's us. Fuck, let's fucking fuck. get an Obi. Oh, sorry. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmick. Rap, I've been in it ever since I was invented. That's because a nigga living. My records will vintage in history. Niggas, you be the witness. I got the white boys mad at me. Because M signed another black boy like he nigga happy. Caucasian. Hey, yeah, I was popping, Obi. Oh, come on. It, it, is it not Obi? Is this somebody else? Is the 415... No? Four, Can you guys hear me? Oh, this, oh, is this isn't even Obi. Oh. This is... Oh, this is the fucking... Oh, this is the fucking Filipino-Mexican guy. Yeah. What's going on, buddy? What's up, dude? How are hey, you, uh, man? Uh, real quick, to some of you guys were saying... Um, it was Marty Gras, Dennis, the one that he has to stay up uh, to clean up the city because they do that every night in New Orleans, right? Louisiana. That was Mardi Gras. Oh, the episode when fucking... The episode when fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It was, no, it yeah, was that's fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. That's so it. fucking in, in, Insomniac was definitely yeah. one that fucking inspired... All of us, and then fucking Chappelle show, like we mentioned, S- South Park was one like how fucking Trip was saying. You talk about that shit in school every Thursday in school. We would just be quoting South Park all day after it was on on fucking Wednesday nights. That that was like a fucking standard the whole South Park season. Then another one. Everybody learned how to do voices all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah, because- I'm bitch. Yeah. If you, if, hey, if you look audio? at that, excuse me a little quick. How's my uh, audio? You're good. You're good. But hold on. Okay. It's uh, good, I, man. I was just gonna point out. I was just gonna point okay. out when you do when you listen to uh, certain shows like South Park and shit like that. Like the influence yeah. of uh, coming across is like who can do the best Cartman or you know people would get props for shit like that in school. Like people would get yeah. a pat on the and back. It, like that's. That's where I first learned to be funny, is doing bits from Saturday Night Live and, like, Tommy Boy. Like, in elementary school, like, uh, Ace Ventura, you know, uh, that was, like, a thing. You know what I mean? Like, like doing bits and learning voices was, like, how I got laughs at the lunchroom table. You know what I mean? Like, if you're I – think, I think if you have a comedy spirit, that's where it starts with you. You know what I mean? You just – imitate shit and fucking get laughs at the lunchroom table in school and like that's honestly that's where it started for me just trying to do voices and uh you know make the most make the most accurate depiction of whatever it was that everybody knew and everybody go damn you're really close at that like you sound just like so and so whatever it was you know yeah Yeah, dude. dude For for like some reason, I was just always funnier being mean. Like that was just always it from square one. Like people used to come up to me in the cafeteria and be like, "Yo, like, make fun of this kid," and I would just fucking just talk shit. I, for some I had reason, to learn that. that. Always where was that? That, yeah. that? I I would say that's natural to me now, but it wasn't when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like the imitations, yeah. the voices, like that's that's the, yeah. Dude, That's dude, imitation, just like from. you said, dude, dude, some a fucking memory just hit me, like how you said imitations. 
I remember, dude, one of like the first time, like one of the first imitations, hilarious things I did. I remember I made my mom crack up because my my dad's mother had a fucking oxygen tank because she smoked too much, and then she would fucking take it off. She would take off the oxygen tank and smoke cigarettes and put the oxygen tank back on, and that's she. That's all she would do. And my dad, I remember uh, I watched. I fucking watched uh, George Lopez stand-up comedy. This was probably elementary school. I was I would watch George Lopez stand-up comedy, and he imitated his mother who had an oxygen tank, and he would use the microphone cord under his nose like an oxygen tank when he fucking imitated her. Yeah, everybody and does so, it. Yeah, yeah. So we had just gone. That's a good one. We yeah, we had just gone to Seven Eleven. My mom had just taken my sister and I to 7-Eleven to get Slurpees. We were in the minivan drinking our Slurpees, and I fucking put the str- put the uh, the fucking thing from the straw, the straw wrapper. I put that under my nose like an oxygen thing and started imitating my grandmother. And my mom thought it was so fucking funny. I didn't tell her that I was copying George Lopez, but dude, it was it was so fucking funny. It killed. I was a little yeah. kid. I made my mom laugh so hard. And, and and that's what you do as a kid. Like, you don't, like, none of us, like, it's on my bucket list. I've got probably enough five-minute material at this point that I feel confident that I could go up and do an open mic somewhere. Cause, and I've never done it before. Yeah. I've, I've played in bands. I've played in bands the most annoying music that nobody in the audience wants to hear at the time. But I'm still terrified of getting up to do comedy. You know what I mean? Like I have saying, I've screamed, I've, I've screamed in the faces of chorus parents at a fucking open night at the high school. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's the roughest crowd. Like, is that nobody can call me racist because I've done numerous hip-hop open mics where I've gotten on a microphone in front of a room full of black people and rap. And, I mean, I don't think your average person can do that. And because of that, I think I could do stand-up. Not easy, but I've dealt with being on stage and everything, like you were yeah. saying. And fucking, right. I think if I if I got on stage, I've thought about this numerous times, I would probably just get on stage, grab the mic, and go, so I got banned from professional wrestling, and then I would just fucking take it from there. Hold on. Hold on. So whoever goes on stage, you or Joe or Trip, I would love to see you guys on, on live. And me, yeah, I, oh, guess what, Dennis? Dennis, guess what? What's that? Brandon might visit me. Brandon might visit me during uh, the holidays because he want to hang out with my family. And that's, that's when he was most welcome. Yeah, Brandon Brand- and uh, his girlfriend. Yeah. From, yeah, uh, Brandon's, Brandon's a good friend of mine. Uh, I, yeah. Not saying something, not saying something, I want to touch on something real quick because okay. uh, when it comes to comedians and shit like that, my my okay. favorite comedians are people that impersonate other people. Um, like if you can do a good Chris Rock or whatever, you know, I'm I'm yeah. all for it. It's just good shit. I know, I know uh, Tyron Biggums. That's all I can do. Tyron Biggums. I'm, I'm straight up with Tyron Biggums, but that's it. Yeah. That's all the time. <laughs> and that's it. I, I try to do Clay and Big B. Nah, that's not for me, but. I used to imitate little Wayne a lot. I used to I used to imitate little Thank In fucking middle school and high school I used to imitate fucking uh little Wayne that used to kill. Yeah, young Manny. 
I haven't fucking I done it in that long. Damn, my I fucking laptop screen is fucking up. I, I should have left the fucking other screen plugged in. But that's I I fucking had a regular TV plugged in because my laptop screen's broken, and I was like, fuck this, and I unplugged it. And I was like, I'm just going to not really do any real work. The thing I don't get though with us, like when us Americans, like us, I, I bought, I trying to buy the uh, DVD right when it comes out. So Dave Chappelle first season a DVD, DVD right season, and that was the highest, uh, highest uh, paid or whatever. But uh, go to Walmart, season. you can buy it right now. No, I have, I have it right now. I don't have the second season and the third season, right? I have it still. So I, I, I was just I, impersonating the the season, the, the episode, and the the register was telling me like, hey, why are we so loud? Man, I'm just talk, I'm just impersonating like he was worried about like how black people are and shit like that. But yeah, I, but, like, I, just think, I was saying the, I was saying the no, word no, nigger, no. but but that's what I watch on the television, right? So, <laughs> Yo, I, the fuck, I, I just I just think Hold that on. everybody. I just think that everybody in in their collection of like what you have in your possession, you should probably have yeah. the Chappelle. Uh, collection. Oh, there we go. Oh, I, I'm back yeah, now. yeah. I I owned all of them as soon as they came out, like on DVD. He stays in San like, Francisco. He lives yeah. in San Francisco. He lives in San Francisco. Well, trust me. Oh, he doesn't. He lives in Ohio, but well, yeah. Ohio now, but he was here for. Oh, sorry about it. He was. Sir, here my message is simple: Naggers, Jews, homosexuals, Mexicans, Arabs, and all kinds of different chanks stink. And also, yo, also, Joel, you were Filipino, much like right. Chappelle's wife and my girlfriend. So, you know, we're all comedic geniuses. Are you seeing the, I, I see, is she in the nursing uh, medical field? There's a lot of huh? people that are in nursing. There's a lot of Filipino females that are in, in nursing uh, field. My oh, family. yeah, no. My, yeah, they my all nurse. My They're all nurses. is not a nurse. That's but racist. They are all they all eat jolly. Yeah, Joe, Joe's girlfriend is an influencer. <laughs> yes, she is. Uh, I, I actually, Yo. I actually, uh, EMT. I, I took EMT instead because I got doctors and nurses in my family. I took EMT instead because I, I like being out here. You know? So you are a nurse. No, um, I'm an EMT. I'm a tech. Is that what you do for a living, though, Joel? Is that like your? No, occupation? not right now. Uh, no, not right okay. now. But. Uh, that's what I study on, but I did that for. I had to take a break, but I could do it again because your license expires every two years. Hopefully, they extended that kind of stuff because if you have license, you have to pay the boarding system because you know they want money all the time. All right, all right, Joel, Joel, all real quick. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, uh, how old are you? Like, what's your age? I just, I just, I just turned forty years old, but you guys are sound older than me. Four. Wait a minute. What yeah. did you say? Yeah. No, say nobody that. here is older than you. Right. You're right. the oldest, right. sir. Just, just yeah, just guys. just say say fuck spent Kent. I am the god of thunder. Can we get that? Please? <laughs> uh, fuck uh, fuck God spank. I'm the god of thunder. That's not what he said. Fuck to god say, god that's, that's, fuck, that's, hold on, hold on. That's fuck that's spank, pretty close fuck for a Filipino. Spank so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get spank it clean. Come on, fuck spank. Hold on, fuck spent Kent. I am the god of thunder. Fuck Spank Kent, I am the god of thunder. There we go. There we go. Hey, there we go. We got it clean. But, uh, you got yourself. Yeah, yeah you, know. you got yourself a drop now. You got yourself a drop yeah. now, Joe. Yeah, uh, I'll yeah. fucking play okay. that shit next time. But yo, but, uh, oh, before you, uh, we fucking move it's an honor. on it's an honor. from shows, it's an honor. before we move on from shows that inspired our comedic genius, we're about to get into the second hour here. So we got Tom Green, Insomniac, Ali G, Chappelle Show. 
South Park. I wanted to give an honorable mention to Tough Crowd by Colin Quinn. That was a fucking throwback. That was a fucking podcast before a podcast, really. That was just a bunch of comedians talking shit. Not only that, it it was a bunch of, quote, unknowns, but for people that like comedy, everybody knew those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those New York comics. Let's rewind it yeah. a, a while back, though, but, like, the man show. Do you remember that shit? Like, when... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Corral, Adam, Adam Yeah, Corolla, I, love, I love how was... Jimmy Kimmel acts like he's a social justice warrior, but here's, I mean, yeah. Adam girls. Yeah. here's girls on trampolines. Trampolines. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was the shit, dude. That was the shit. And then, Jimmy then it got go taken over himself. by Rogan and Stanhope. Then yeah. Rogan and Stanhope took it over for the last season. I don't even know why right. that... Which is, by the way, that was my introduction to Rogan and Stanhope is when they took over the man show. I remember Yeah, Comedy Central is so ingrained in our shit. You know, I mean, when it was, when it really was Comedy Central, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, when Rogan and Stanhope, I didn't know know Rogan from fucking Fear Factor. I knew Rogan from fucking the man show, you know. Dude, but he was there I too. used to watch stand-up comedy every Friday night on Comedy Central. They'd show they'd show stand-up all Friday night, every like Friday on minutes. Comedy Central. And I used to have that shit on my TV while I played World of Warcraft on the computer. I would be sitting there playing WoW with the TV to my right, and it would have on all the stand-up, and I would just be listening to it, playing yeah, WoW, and guess, plus Pony doing quest. You would see the likes of Dane Cook, Burt Kreischer, Mitch Hedberg, yep. uh, Doug Stanhope even did one. Yep. Um, yep. Like, like you would see uh, they, Tony Woods. Tony Woods. Bill Burr, like, probably. Like, Bill Burr, they, yeah. Bill you Hur? would see all of these people that were given Comedy Central half-hour shows at the time when Comedy Central was still doing comedy. Uh, Have you guys seen the Jezelnik, the... Caligula one? He was a savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's savage. savage We're we're fucking, we're we're, we're talking about old timers, though. If we're going to get into new people, then we can talk about the fucking rapist of the week, Chris D'Elia. I'm basically happy. I am not happy that this guy. Yeah, I mean, look, I am not happy that anybody is being canceled as someone who's against cancel culture and somebody who's been canceled. But I am happy for once it's not a comedian that I like that is being canceled. So some of the best points that I've heard on other podcasts this week, primarily uh, the best takes I've heard is from Luis Gomez on on the Real Ass Podcast and from Shane Gillis and Matt McClusker on Matt and Shane Seeker. They made some really good points. The best one I heard, the first one, was from Shane Gillis, which was that it's going to be hard for him because, uh, well, uh, fucking Luis Gomez said that he's more of like a Dane Cook comic, uh, Chris D'Elia, which is really true, kind of for girls, college campuses, stuff like that. Doesn't and then what Shane like Gillis Cook. said, what, I have never liked Dane Cook, and he's from Massachusetts. He's, from, he's for girls and fucking college fags. But anyway, right. fucking yeah. what Shane yeah, Gillis right. said is... <laughs> is that when, when is that when this happens to fucking Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is an actual comedic genius where he can come out and put out a special and fix everything because he can put it all in perspective. Chris D'Elia is not too. a fucking comedic genius. His whole act is like, hey, I'm a cool guy. I'm gonna say things weird and funny. You know, oh, look at me. I'm a cool <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> 
That's a great. That's a great Dalia, dude. That I hold on. I gotta put the stop on that. That's a great Dalia, dude. Hey, we're on a podcast. All right. That that's his whole thing. He just makes words longer than they are and just panders to bitches. You know why? Because you know why? And that was why it was so funny that he fucking did the Eminem thing. Because how Eminem raps is how Chris D'Elia comedies. You know what I mean? Where it's like, like, I'm not the kind of guy that covers his cock in a locker room. (laughs) Is it so? But is it so? That's like how he does his whole he released a video recently talking about like the pedophilia in, in Hollywood and shit. It's like you need to go uh, swimming because there's nothing extra, extra. Hey, uh, hey, but yeah, is Louis C.K. passed true. away? Do you, is there any disease? What Louis C.K. No, uh, is it, I don't. Is it, uh, we're not talking about diseases. We're talking about Crystalia. No, uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Is he diseased? Is he passed pass away already? Is he dead? No, no, he got canceled before this because he got labeled uh, as a serial jerk offer. But yeah, hang uh, on. I thought, uh, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. Joel. Here. Uh, Joel. Uh, uh, yeah. Joel, hang out. Hang out on the call. We're gonna uh, move to a couple other people, but uh, just don't move. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. get you. But yeah. All right. So fucking this guy, fucking Crystalia. His whole act is that he fucks with the pronunciation of words, and that he definitely. The best comment I saw on a thing. Someone commented on the Luis Gomez video and said he's always giving me vibes of a male teacher that's way too friendly with the female students, which is so on point, the vibe you fucking get from this guy, dude. I've all, I was explaining this to my girlfriend last night that I love New York comics too so much more. Too pretty for a comic. Too pretty for yeah, a comic. Yeah. Apparently his dad is an HBO executive, so that's been his whole life. Is just he hasn't, you know, he has a dad who's a fucking HBO executive. So how do you think he got to where he is? You know what I mean? And it's like my thing is that fucking I'm New not York the kind of guy that does comedy. <laughs> New York comedians are fucking more like the style of comedy I like. The Tim Dillon, Louis Gomez, the fucking right at you, insult, the fucking, you know, the fucking Louis C.K., the fucking That's Bill That's where Burr, I come from. Yeah, the, Jim, the Jim Nortons yeah, and Keith Robinsons. Exactly. And, you know, exactly. I'm friends with Keith Robinson exactly. on Facebook, and he's like, shut up, Fuck. dummy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like the L.A. people are not going to do comedy that we're going to like because they're always – in the back of their mind trying to get a movie role and playing it safe, and they're not going to really take it in length that we need to be satisfied with our comedy. Well, like I said, there's also New York East Coast guys that have gone out West, and we're talking about Joey Diaz, Tim Dillon, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, like uh, Burt Kreischer, like all these guys that did New York for a long time. Right. Disney nobody, I'm not a fan did. of him. I'm not a fan of Tom Segura. I like Joey Diaz. Right. I like Joe Rogan. Bill Burr is literally from the town that I live in. So, like, I he's too much like everyone's dad that I know. When I listen to Bill Burr's podcast, I'm like, I feel like I'm listening to, like, everybody's dad that I know right now. You know what I, I mean? Like Bill Bur- I like uh, Bill and Burt's new podcast. Uh, they've got, like, 17 episodes or something like Burt's that. Right. But... The Bill Burr podcast is pretty good. All Chrysler all does is his fucking loud-ass laugh, and it pisses me off, and I can't listen to his shit. Like, and then I went there. 
like, hold on, hold on. With your fucking laugh. Hold on, uh, just to kind of segue into something else, you know, uh, talking about TV shows and shit earlier, that 70s show was not really something that was too funny to me, but it was a fucking show. And then you got this shit going on. It was this. iconic at the time, though. I mean, everybody, that was a show that a lot of people fucking tuned into. You know, that was so, a, a show so that a lot of people me, liked. So are you telling me it's like Big Bang Theory? Because nobody watches that That's fucking show. I'd watch it. No, I, I, I hate that, that show. Thank you. Wait, what show? The Big Bang Theory? Big that Bang show Theory is fuck. the worst show ever. Trip said the Dude, have, that have, show. Have, have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen a clip where they take the laugh track out and then they, play, they no. show it without the laugh track? It is the most embarrassing thing ever. I'm just saying, we put this in the fucking title of tonight's show. So that 70s show, this particular yeah. individual. Yeah, he, he goes in because so crystally, nobody said he's actually raped anybody. He's been accused of grooming, which personally, I don't see anything wrong with. That just seems like being patient to me. He talks to girls that are 16 and 17, and he waits until they're 18, and then he Sounds fucks like them R. when they Kelly turn. To Needless it's to say, not, that well, whoever that, that girl like, is has terrible parents. Is, yeah, yeah. Parents? Like the, the people that should be really put on, quote, Public trial like, is fucking the, that girl's parents, whoever she is. Yeah, you know? when it comes down to somebody with a blue check mark message these girls and their pussies got wet, and that's pretty much where they're coming from. So they're fucking 16, this famous comedian with a blue check mark messages you, and then the fucking, he would basically email with these girls. I don't know if he asked for nudes or not. I think he was kind of trying to get nudes. But he would be... The thing is, is his comedy is styled for fucking girls. He's like a Dane Cook. So, right. it's like that's still, his fan. <clears throat> but still, okay, you're a celebrity. That doesn't exclude you from... Yeah, It reminds me of R. Kelly. Like, surviving R. Kelly. Oh, you know, he's R. Kelly. He makes all this good music and shit. You know, but it's like, dude, you're a fucking pedophile. That's 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 what I'm getting. That's at. your you're, gimmick, you know. dude. <laughs> Let me. That's what you something. do. There has not been a single Chris D'Elia joke that is as good as I believe I can fly. Not a single Chris D'Elia joke can even touch that. <laughs> so he doesn't have really the leeway that R. Kelly has. Yeah, here. where, where so, is Chris D'Elia? Where is Chris D'Elia's bump and grind? I think is the real question. Yeah, yeah. my also he, calls his fans, also, he calls his fans his babies. He's like, all of my babies. He calls like his podcast fans his babies. That if you ever listen, I tried to get into it. I listen to all podcasts because I'm a podcast connoisseur. I'm trying to make my podcast the best possible for dab comedy. So I listen to everything. I tried to get into his show. It is definitely for fucking girls. It is definitely yeah. for like un- girls. What are you doing, Trip? Oh. Tr- Are you dying? I dropped my phone. I oh, know I dropped the phone. I just All accidentally right. I dropped didn't know the if you- phone. Yeah, how the fuck is that phone? I saw you. My, 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 <clears> my bad, dog. dog. All right. My bad, tell me yes. You, still- my, 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 my. <laughs> you motherfuckers, man. My mind is so I, I like how I like how everybody can fuck up on a nightly around here and then fucking trip does one goddamn thing and then it's a whole... Production, but anyways, anyways, 
It's just it's just this weird shit that goes on in Hollywood that nobody really fucking talks about, but it's just like this, you know, it's a, you know, a thing, and that's just what they do. And like Joe was talking about, it, like these girls will jump at like a celebrity. It doesn't matter if they're that's fucking. That's what I mean. 12. It's like ordering a pizza, dude. You right. know what I mean? So why are we avoiding that? Like that's a real thing. I mean, that really you know, goes on. That, and 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 that's the real problem is the normalization of all this shit. And, and I could even see like. Uh, you know, not not to not to bullshit uh, on both ends of the stick. The fucking cancel culture part of it, and the whole like, oh well, people in power get to get away with shit. So like, you know, like me and Dennis have been fighting that. I don't care if you're Chris D'Elia or uh, you know, fucking uh, a Roth, uh, you know, a goddamn yeah, uh, we- uh, Rothstein, you know, or a Rockefeller, yeah. you know. It's Here's- like it's like. The comfortability that you have of, like, going to Epstein Island is the same that Chris D'Elia has of grooming a 16-year-old for two years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, I dude, mean, like the, the comfortability you have is really what I really have a problem with. That's the shit that gets in your stomach. You know what I mean? That starts to make you like, sick. Where it's like the comfortability like how easy it is to do something like that. So like comfortability of them on a fucking moral standpoint, you're saying, or the comfortability of them like financial-wise and setup-wise? <clears throat> they're one and the same because they they have what they have. So they feel a certain comfortability about doing what they do because they have what they have. And that and, sounds yeah. very like... That sounds very socialist of me and very like, like, oh, you got all the money, so you think you can just do whatever you want. But it's like, it's like, dude, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm, the guy I eventually want to be is the guy that you never know has a million dollars just floating around. I can do whatever I want to. The guy I want to be is the guy that makes a, a, a crazy amount of money. But I'm still walking around in a Motorhead T-shirt and flip-flops and Jinkos. You understand I, what I'm saying? I think we're, that's what I all think the fucking people with the like, most money do. If you look at all the fucking billionaires, they don't walk around dressed up all fancy. The people who work for them have to do that. They wear sweatpants or jeans, whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, it's like on, fuck you. I'm I'm the boss. I make the fucking money, and I'm gonna look walk around Mark in goddamn Cuban, flip-flops. Mark Zuckerberg, all those no, guys. I, they're <clears> fucking. Fancy. I think it gets, I think it gets conflicted. I think I'm a different elk because I think they have control at the fucking base of the, of what they really want. Because when you get all the money in the world, what's left? Power. That's the only thing they got. A thumb to hold over everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So or that's, not that. that's that aspect not, of it. I don't want to hold anything over anybody. I want to raise my family, make as much money as possible, and still walk around like I ain't got shit because I live scrub life, bitch. You no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Trip. I think I think that we're getting to a point where like celebrities are not as important as they think they are. So I think like when these things happen, people are like, oh, that's just you know they got money, they're, they're, they're fucking psychopaths, and this is just what they do. And it's not addressed. But let's be honest and let, let's talk about the fucking elephant in the room. This shit is not right. Like, you should not be targeting fucking 18-year-olds is one thing. But, like, underage girls and shit like that is just a no, Hollywood. Because, you know, he's doing that shit at Playboy Mansion. He's like, oh, I got fucking 
you know, they're 20 years old, but how long has he been grooming these girls to be in his fucking magazine yeah, and working on right. the profile fucking right. shit? You know what this I mean? This is the difference, though. This is the difference, though, between a Chris D'Elia and a Jeffrey Epstein, is that Chris D'Elia is in a position where this pussy is definitely getting thrown at him, and he's going to have to use his his fucking his willpower to only fucking fuck girls that are 18 and up. And if he gets a oh. super hot 17-year-old, he's just going to have to say pass. But there's no way that Jeffrey Epstein had this pussy being thrown at him. The people on right. his level have a network set up because they specifically want underage girls or boys or whatever the fuck they want. That's, it's a whole different thing you know somebody... This is gonna this is gonna sound super fucked up, but it's like I almost have a, a certain respect for the honesty. I think it's deplorable, of course, you know, and I think that's terrible, yeah. you know. But I guess I also have a respect for the honesty. There's a Chris D'Elia out there that is like, dude, really? Is it that? Are, are you telling me that as Chris D'Elia, one of the most handsome comics? arguably of all time, you know, and you couldn't just pull some 24-year-old fucking, like, really hot bitch. I know. And you have to, you have to groom a 16-year-old. That's your thing. Yeah, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? You could get a fucking, and it's like, dude, and you it's could like, literally dude, just you get could, a 19-year-old You could fuck a 24-year-old 10, and you're telling yeah. me that it's like, you're taking your star power, and you're looks and everything that you've got going for you and you know if if that was Lou I would I would think that that would be a more a Louis CK I'd be like yeah well Louis not a great looking guy so like yeah I, I guess if he wants to try He's to take what he can get year old, you know I, mean? I don't if, agree with it but at least that makes sense year old yeah at least that makes sense it's like it's like if he passes up at 17-year-old, he might not get a girl of age for a right. while. We're not it's talking like this, about a guy, guy that can fuck hands Yeah, he spot, has the looks, you know? fame. He has, he has the looks, fame, and money, always has because he grew up rich, that he could fucking go on any social media form, find an 18-year-old in, find an 18-year-old in Russia who looks 12 and fucking not ship her that. over here for a weekend. Okay, so I got two words for you. Fucking Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson has been on a roll the past couple of years, and like I think the way that I, I I don't agree. I don't think he has the right people around him. I think that uh, he is very mean and funny in that New York way that we all love. Uh, I I really do. I think that's how he grew up, and I think that that's and I've seen it, you know, but. I think since he, quote, got star power, and he's so young, he's younger than any of us, and uh, he, he just went a bad direction with that. But Pete Davidson is not – I am more handsome than Pete Davidson in my fucking personal opinion. You know what I mean? Pete Davidson yeah. looks like a fucking half-down syndrome autistic, straight up to me. He, he just looks like a heroin addict. I just don't like right. him because he made fun of Louis C.K. I wouldn't talk any shit, but I don't like how he did a whole... It's no, like, who are you to talk shit about Louis C.K.? 
Yeah, you're not even like a but, real but comedian. Guy, you're a fucking actor. Saturday Night Live. This guy's pulling Ariana Grande and fucking Kate. Yeah, Beck I mean, I'm Phil. definitely jealous of that. You know, don't like get me wrong, but don't get me wrong. I, and I'm not, I'm not like hating on the guy. I'm really not. I'm really not hate. Like, oh, you got Kate Beckinsale and Ariana Grande, and I didn't. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not going with that angle. But I'm like, he, like Pete Davidson is not a fucking handsome dude. You know what I mean? And it's like you're able to pull the hottest pussy. So there's something to that is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, girls want the fame. They want the followers. I mean, dude, I definitely get girls in my DMs from time to time because I have a fucking lot of Instagram followers. And, it def- you know, I don't dude. get the level that fucking they get. But yeah, hot, it, dude, girls hot singles on, that online hot singles are always looking to date me. I get that. In your area. Yeah, hot, it, hot singles well, in my area are always trying to date me. I don't know play. why. I'm married, because, you know, so but, no, but, dude, yeah, like, I don't get it dude, either. It, like, so, fucking, especially with, like, younger bitches, I'm not saying, like, underage bitches, but, you know, girls on the younger side from the younger generation, they all fucking want to be Instagram influencers for their, like, that's what their dream job nowadays. So like, if you have do you followers, think that's a thing? Trans- I tell my kids all the time that shit. I'm like, wait, you think that's a thing? What, you're going to be an influencer? Yeah, thing. Are you? You're going to get a pair of fucking free you? something. That's all you're going to get. Are you're going to you? get a free, you're going to get a free dab sword from me. If you think you can make a career off that, then good luck being a fucking Instagram influencer. But I you might you get a dab. They're not as special. I'm telling these, I'm telling my kids, they're just not as special as the people that fucking... They have no drive. Everybody wants something without getting something nowadays. And I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. and I might be a, I might be a bitter old fuck who has kids, and I probably am. You know, talking about this shit, but it's like, guess what? I know my children, and I'm going. You don't have a go get them attitude. You're not trying to do any of this shit. You're just acting yeah. like that's a cool thing. You watch these motherfuckers and think that that's cool, and you spend all your time doing this shit, but you're not doing anything to fucking actually like make that happen for you. And I'm like, I don't yeah. care who you are you don't know or what point, generation this is or where it comes from. A fucking, if you don't have a go get them attitude, if you don't have good work ethic, it's not going to fucking happen for you. So, like, oh, yeah. I'll shut my kids down straight up, like, right dude, off the when I was, Dude, when I was younger, I thought I was going to be a video game designer because I liked video games and I watched Grandma's Boy, and I thought that was going to be my future. I went oh, took one tour of a video game design college, and I was like, well, I'm not really that good with computers. So I don't really think this is going to fucking work out. I'm not trying to be a fucking... You're basically just sitting there typing in fucking code. I'm not going to do that. So it didn't work out. I'd rather get high and play video games. So I chose a different career choice. Hold on, hold but, on, hold on, hold, you know? hold on. We didn't even talk about this earlier uh, to segue. But like the movies that uh, were going on back when I was growing up. Like I remember seeing Friday in the fucking movie theater, dude. And when I walked out, I, that was what I was telling people at, at lunch and shit on, you know, the following Monday. I was like, you got to go see this movie. And then Half-Baked, you know, when Chappelle was an unknown. We all know that you're black, you know, Dennis. We all know you're I'm just black. saying. I'm just saying. It's just like these movies and, and pop culture at the time were, were just so – it wasn't revolutionary, quote-unquote, but it was just changing 
the narrative and things like that. So, well, you think about uh, all that shit that we grew up on, and it's like really like like I brought up, uh, you know, before we went live, talking about like watching my my daughter didn't understand a reference from an old movie, so we started watching '90s commercials on fucking yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm like, this is what this shit looked like when I was a kid. You know. Or whatever, and so you're going, you're trying to like teach the kids the reference and like how, you know, we different, not and, weird, but different shit was. You know, trip, we thought we thought commercials back then were fucking stupid, but look at commercials nowadays. <laughs> it's fucking like commercials in the '90s and shit were like very different. But, but, like, but not watch, only that, like technologically wise too, because we watch yeah. we watch commercials for AOL. We watch yep. commercials for one eight hundred collect. One eight hundred collect? Yeah. Oh my nigga. God. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I remember like, all those dude. All I knew about my daughter doesn't know what a collect call a, is to save her fucking life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All I knew all I knew was if we get a collect call, don't answer because it's my uncle in jail. <laughs> that was what I was told. No, I was, just saying, I, was gonna, I was just trying to bring that up because I work with a guy that's like 23, and uh, he was at work. You know, he's my coworker and shit. He was like, dude, I watched, you know, you were talking about Half-Baked, and I watched it the other night for the first time, and I'm like, you, for the first fucking time, you saw this movie? Seriously? And, you know, I'm, I'm running off, you know, why would I wear this? I watched, you know, dude. I you watched know. Half Baked for the first you, time. You know what? You I know watched what come Half to Baked think of it. for the first time at a sleepover in middle school. I, hang on. If I went over this kid's back by the way, if, house. Oh, yeah, hold, if, hang on. If the, if the kid is 23. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was saying that if I went over this kid's house for a sleepover in middle school. I think it was seventh grade. Zach Butterfield. Neither one of us had ever smoked weed. We rented half baked. I had slept a over. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. We did call him Butters, and he's dead now. And he turned into a drug addict after we watched half baked and went to wow. jail, beat a woman up, and now he's dead. And I am not dead. I'm a successful weed tycoon, as Dennis calls me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, to, when I. For, I watched Half Baked in the movie theater. You know what I'm saying? It was like some new shit that was coming out, and we we would like you, Joe. You know, you would go watch movies, and hey, just I have this shit. Let's there's a movie theater. Let's go watch it. And Half Baked kind of rang my bell in my head because you know I was smoking weed at the time, so I was like, this is probably you know it, it, it the, the movie poster just looked like some weed shit, but we didn't really know, you know, because we were like 17 or fucking we were young, not even 20 yet. Maybe I don't know. I don't even know how fucking old I was. Had you watched Chappelle's show yet, or no? Chappelle's show wasn't out yet. No, I didn't catch Chappelle until I was like twenty. I'm a little bit older than Trip, so I was like all right, twenty. All right, guys, just, just quick chron- quick chronology here is that uh, uh, Half Baked came out in '97, which means that kid yeah. that you're talking about was born the year that yeah. Half Baked came out. Thank you. And yeah, so- B. And B is that uh, Chappelle's show came out 2002. Um, right. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, so I, five years I was so young Chappelle's, that, like, so. The, 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 like, the reason I wanted to watch Half Baked, I hadn't smoked weed yet. I just knew Chappelle was funny from Chappelle's show. So I was like, I'm going to watch this movie that has Chappelle in it. I didn't even know it was about weed. I was retarded. 
Well, this movie, this movie came out. This was Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in Virginia and shit, and I remember Chappelle was bouncing around D.C. comic clubs and shit. Like, he didn't really take off, and Half-Ake was like his... Uh, and, and also uh, Jim Brewer. I don't even know if I said his name right, but, you know, the... Oh, yeah, the yeah. I was a huge he, Brewer fan. He's hilarious. Yeah, the guy from, he was on Saturday Night Live before that, so I knew him, and I knew the other guy because he was in, like, an Ace Ventura movie, you know, the dude that went to jail for feeding the horse and shit. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. So anyways, anyways, the point is that we went to watch the movie, and then we left. You know, we were high while we were watching it and shit, and I was like, dude, we got to go back next weekend and watch this again. And then we were telling everybody at school, like, go watch this shit. You know, at the time, I think it was uh, rated R or something like that. You had a PG-13. You had to get your mom to fucking. No, it was R. Remember the yeah, woman's titty? The woman's titty popped out, dude. <laughs> dude there was a titty dude. in that. So uh, I, I'm just saying, like, movies and shit like that when I was growing up. Even Friday. I mean, there's people that, uh, you know, I'll say some shit from Friday. And, like, you can see the wheels turn in their fucking head because that movie in itself was just like, iconic, you know. And what they did afterwards to Friday was they butchered it, you know. the Friday, they, they didn't focus on the gritty original Friday, like how that was shot and what they the paid. The first one for. I saw was no, Friday it was like after the, next. It was like the Friday after next Friday after Juneteenth uh, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> the Friday after Friday after Friday. But the first Friday was fucking iconic. I, I, I remember, you know, uh, showing that to my mom. It came on like CBS or some shit and she had never seen it. And it's probably a while back, but you know, you you get captivated, you get drawn into that movie because it's not just about like a stoner situation. There's like a story there, and Half Baked had that too. But you know, these movies and shit that were coming along uh, were groundbreaking. And then you know, I just remember watching this shit, and like I would go tell people about it. I'm like, dude, you got to go see this movie. Um, and and back then, the movie theaters were not recliners. You didn't have all this shit going on. Uh, but you know, it was like a gritty ass fucking movie theater where you, you there was the floor was sticky and you know you go watch it's these bad. fucking movies and, and and they they influence you they they kind of you know the, and if the, you were lucky you could grab a whole tit yeah I mean, you had your girl <laughs> that was my shit some girl, dude some girl I'll be you taking were every girl to the movies your mom yeah, drops dude. you off at the movies I'm like, like dude I am dude oh, when I dude yeah. for and like three. For like a good three solid years, you're like, dude, have your mom drop you off at the mall, and we're going to watch this show, and I'll pay for it, and we're going to make out, and I'm going to feel some titties, and I'm going to go home and fucking jerk my dick fucking thinking about that shit later. Like At the same time all this shit was going on, you had Mortal Kombat being like the arcade game as you walk into fucking movies. Oh, my God. So that was a whole other fucking... Dude, yeah, I right. get so nostalgic about the old theater because it used to just be a movie theater in Dedham where I go to. They'd have the thing outside that listed all the fucking movies on it, and it was a little bay up front where like you like your parents all would fucking roll up and drop you, see you all off. All the posters. Yeah, yeah. 
And then dude, they knocked that shit down. They knocked that shit down, and they built a whole little one of them outdoor malls that they put everywhere now. They call it Legacy Place. So there's like a Whole Foods, an Apple store, a fucking bowling place, all this shit, and then the movie theater. Now it's impossible to just go there and get like dropped off at a movie theater. Like it's a whole yeah, yeah. fucking thing now. There's like a parking dude. garage. It used to just be so easy. You go to the movies. There's an yeah. arcade. Now, now like they, ours, they just ours was attached they, dude, to the mall. They fucking just put that that's the shit. Did they, dude? They fucking just put an arcade in this movie theater now, and it's so gay now. That it's not even just go in and put quarters in. You have to buy it like the minimum's like fifteen dollars, fifteen dollars yeah, card. Yeah, and slide a card and all that shit. And they get, yeah, fuck yeah, that, dude. I'm not trying to spend you that. You put much. in fifteen dollars and you get discounts if you get like a yeah. certain amount more and shit. Dude, and like, dude, yeah, dude. fuck that shit. Hold on, hold on. I was yeah, I like spent this. I spent twenty dollars for my kids to play one fucking game in a movie theater. That's oh. how that shit works. <laughs> I was like 14, and I remember going to the movie theater, and they had a comic book store right joined to it, like in the shopping center. And there was like a J.C. Penney's and a fucking uh, Kmart, if you remember Kmart. But all that shit was in the same shopping center, so my mom had all this other shit to do until she had to pick us up from the movies. So, um, like I said, I remember when Mortal Kombat came out. That's what I was trying to get to earlier, is like these video games and shit that were coming out at the time. And I remember going in the movie theater. When Mortal Kombat just came out, nobody knew what the fuck it was. Nobody knew about fatalities, none of that shit. It was just like, what is this shit? And it was like a big oh, crowd. Oh, I did. Around. There was a crowd around this fucking video game. And I was like, what the fuck is this, dude? Like, what is going on here? And I remember watching the blood and the fucking shit. I was like, this is pro. Here's another story real quick. My mom talked us all. I got a good one after this, but yeah, go ahead. My mom, Your mom my what? Mom, my mom dropped us off at the movie theater because Natural Born Killers had just came out. And I was oh, like, hey, shit. let's all go see this. And I'm like 14, 15 years old. My mom had to buy the tickets, and then we went in and watched the movie. And then when she picked us up, nobody said a fucking thing. Like in the car, nobody said shit on the way home. I was just like, we probably shouldn't have watched that fucking movie. <laughs> like that was, that was fucking that's, fucking that's one of me and my wife. Me and my wife are so fucked up that, like, that's our – you got to understand, like, that's our Titanic. You know <laughs> what I mean? Was like, like, my mom was like, how was the movie? And we were like, just... Natural we're Born just... Killers is like me and my wife's, like, Titanic. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's like it's like the ultimate love story. Like, it's like Terminator is more of, like, the ultimate love story for I us. Remember, you know what I, I mean? I just remember the, the prison scene where, like, they were playing Dr. Dre's album from the Chronic and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but dude, the, the first, too, like the music, the music that was going on at the time too. But for sure. So. No, I remember, mm-hmm. uh, I just got a flashback. I was, da- and it was a girl I just dated for like three or four weeks, like back when that was going on, like middle school, like eighth grade or whatever. Right. You know? And it was like the first night, like I felt up on some tits and it was like, she was one of those girls that was like, well developed, you know, early. Oh, and we were, right. Yeah, we were both like 13 and fucking, I couldn't even tell you the movie. It was like Dracula fucking, uh, god damn, I don't know, Halloween, I don't know if, no, one Halloween age, all that shit was 2000 and I was 15 then. Yeah, yeah. I probably felt up on some titties in those, in those movies dude, too. Dude, but before, it was 98, anyway, it was, hold on, no, it was Psycho. That's what it was. Vince Vaughn at Psycho, okay? 
Vince Vaughn is psycho. December first, nineteen ninety eight. Look that up. Look, that, Dennis, right. if you got the uh, look that up. Yeah. I want to say December first or December fourth. Excuse me, December fourth, nineteen ninety eight is what I want to say. Is is uh, and I felt up on titties for the first time, and I it was also the first night I ever jerked off. <laughs> thinking about that, but I made out with Marley Ziff and felt on her fucking. 1998 well, what, cycle. What was the release date? What day? I want to say December 4th. Uh, December 4th, 1998. You're right. Are you fucking kidding me? How good am it. I? I'm Don't tell it. me how fucking drunk I am, okay? Because I got this shit. <laughs> December 4th, December 4th, 1998, and I was 13 years old, and I felt up on some titties and made out with my girlfriend, Marley Ziff, that I dated for like three weeks, and I went home and jerked off for the first time, and fucking, it was the greatest, and I haven't missed a day since. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah I, was gonna say, I don't know if you remember when they re-released uh, Exorcism. Uh, they re-released it with like uh, bonus content. This was like early Yes, 2000s. yes, no, yeah, absolutely. It was like, uh, no, it was the 25th anniversary, so it was 1998 when they did that. They re-released it for the 25th anniversary. She went down the stairs backwards. Oh, shit. Hey, yeah, what's poppin', Nesto? What's poppin'? Hold on, wait. Uh, I, 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 did, motherfucker, did you really just name the the date and time that you just busted he your did. first nut? He did. You have you had the, the wait really? Your, I missed like, that. You, you losing your v- I I, Yo, I, I have to be on the spectrum. I have to be on the spectrum. That's the only excuse that I have is that I have to be on the spectrum because I remember that it was psycho and I you remember it was December fourth. 1998, 1998, and I took Marley <laughs> Ziff, my girlfriend at the time, to the fucking movies and made out Did with her. Had and big felt, <laughs> grabbed grabbed a big handful of 13 year old breastesses. They probably were B cups at the time, and uh, it sounds weird coming from a 35 year old man, but given in mind, I was 13 at the time as well, and so was she. But felt up on some breastuses, made out, and then went home and jerked off <laughs> that night for the hey, first time. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Because like I said, I was watching Exorcism in like early 2000s. There's nothing wrong with it, but the fact that he remembers it is mind-blowing. Why wouldn't you remember that? That's an important fucking time. Dennis, Dennis, yeah, that's Dennis, a very Dennis, important you remember, date. Dennis, do you remember the day that you that you like busted your first nut? Oh wait, not the specific date and the fucking you year. Still wait. But, yeah. That's because you Dennis was just fooling around with himself on a random night like where he was just his mom made hamburger helper. He watched Sanford and Son, and he fucking found out that his dick meant remember. something on that night. Shit. You know what I mean? I just remember. Get it right. I just remember the first real fucking anything was I made a girl suck my dick in my car. That was pretty awesome. And then, yeah. No, the no, first Joe's, girl I fucked Joe's was language. my first girlfriend. I made. 
I made a bitch suck my dick. Well, Isolate I was, that, I, okay? I was, I We're going to need that for later. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like 18. I was fat, so I never really got laid until I was like 18, Oh, 19. my God. You didn't, get then, laid, you didn't get laid until you were 18, dude? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I, 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 I went to this shit. party, and there was this... There was this whole group of like nerdy kids from my from my school that were all trying to get with this group of girls from another school. And then there was this like one chick who seemed like pretty hot. The only one there who was hot. They were trying to get her to hook up with this pussy ass French kid. And then she wasn't really feeling it. And then I showed up to the party and I was like, anybody want to go smoke weed? And she was like, I do. So I just like went to some street with her. I remember I was, I do. I never really hooked up with a girl before. I didn't really know what to do. So I was just like, uh, you fucking suck dick. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I was like, word. So suck my dick. (laughs) Here's my penis. And that was when you were 18, dude. Yeah, bro. I got. I was. I dude, got. I got. I was fat. I was. I would listen to stories of all my friends get laid and be like, "Fuck, like, what do you say?" Okay. Like, okay. I, like, all right. Like, hold everybody. On. Everybody has to tell the truth here. We're gonna do a roundtable right quick, just real quick, mm-hmm. and then I I will conduct this experiment. Okay. When when did you get laid? Like truly laid for the first time? Intercourse. What age? What age? Joe. I was 17. I think I fucking got head at 18 and got laid at 19. No way. Yeah, dude. I fucking... Dennis, Dennis. The fucking six weeks I was in a college dorm, I had never gotten laid yet. Holy shit, dude. I dropped out of college and I dropped out of college and I got laid. That's fucked up. I'm sorry, dude. I am so sorry for you. Dennis, you. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget it because I, I, I hadn't had a license yet. I wasn't even 16. So I was 15, and I got three strokes, and I nutted. <laughs> I got okay. three strokes I, All right, I now I got a really I, embarrassing. The, the, the first I don't time I got the laid. I, I, or the year, the first but I remember my I fucking age. Got laid. First time I actually got laid, I had a green condom. That my that my stepbrother gave me, and I banged this chick on the side of the road in a side street in my car in the passenger seat. Bro, Busted I went raw Okay, I went raw. All right, well, hold on, hold on. Okay, so it was like a week or two after the Amazing Jekyll Brothers by ICP <laughs> came out, and that was the album I lost my virginity Tri- to. Tri- was the Amer- everything, dude. The Amazing Jekyll Brothers, and it was a month before I turned fifteen. Tri- so I was, it was May. It was May fourteenth, May fourteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Holy shit! And you can look up when the Amazing Jekyll Brothers came out. Look up when the Amazing Dennis. Look up when the Amazing Jekyll Brothers come out. I'll look it up right now. So I, I, I want to say it was. I want to say it was May fourteenth, uh, nineteen ninety nine. Hold on. And. What, you Hold getting on. it? Yeah, I'm pulling it up. I was definitely so happy that I got my dick sucked before I graduated high school. The whole grade <laughs> knew it. Everybody was like, yo, Joe got his dick sucked. Good for Joe. Yeah. Good for All me. Right, so and then that girl turned into a lesbian shortly after, so she didn't suck any more dicks. I, I got it while I could. Dennis. It is May 25th, 1999, when that album was released. 
Okay, it might have been that week then. I want to say it was the 14th. But I remember that I knew, album cover. I, I know I was 14, and it was a week before. It was like a month before I turned, uh, you know, my birthday's in June. So uh, it was a month before I turned 15. It was, but, and it was uh, Al, uh, Allie, what the fuck is her name? Allie Robinson. Okay. Perfect. Chip remembers too much. See, I don't remember and all that shit. Hold on, listen, hear my words. Okay, so Allie Robinson, a half black girl, by the way, half oh. black girl. Wow. Oh, speaking of race trip races, but yo, I actually, I actually <laughs> fucking took two black girls' V cards. I have that. And on. I did, and I did not nut because I was like so nervous. I, like I, I had sex with her, but I did not nut because I I'm was different. so nervous. And I had a buddy, fucking, uh, trying to get like we had snuck out to go to this party. You know what I mean? So and and I was staying with him, and he it, he ruined my fucking virginity basically by like knocking on the door like my dad's gonna catch us, dude. We gotta go. Da, da, da. And we had to ride bikes back to fucking, you know. Co- Collins' house, but I I didn't even nut because I was so like, you know, yeah, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, I didn't even cop a nut the first time I had sex. That's honestly my truth. That girl hadn't sucked my dick yet, but but dude, when fucking that girl was in my car blowing, like before she blew me when we were making out, my friends ran up and opened the door. Like in my car because I was on a side street that like that that I was on a side dude, street that like we all used to hang out on. Just dudes that have ruined your fucking nut, dude. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. Like like your homies what? that have ruined your fucking uh yeah, chances. Anyways, anyways, I don't remember uh, uh, the dates and everything and all that shit, but I remember the first time I fucking got laid because I went home and like my whole fucking life changed. After that, I was like, I got to get that tomorrow. But uh, Ernesto, uh, what what you. when did you when did you pop your cherry? Because I'm interested in that. Uh, how old so were you? First, <laughs> uh, like actual sex, it was 17. First time I got my dick sucked, I was 15. Okay, okay. Did you get a hand job in between there, or? Uh, no, it was just straight <laughs> to the head. Here's a chance. Okay. See, I I never had a. I I had already had sex before I fucking ever felt a mouth on my fucking dick. That's Which crazy. is amazing. Skip it's bases. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I really did skip bases. And here's another thing, too, because, like, uh, in the time period when I was, like, uh, 17 to 20, I was experimenting with E and shit and, like, ecstasy, and, and like, that was changing my whole perspective. No, no, I didn't say that. But, like, it was changing my whole perspective <laughs> of the girlfriend that I had at the time because, you know, we were fucking and shit. And I was like, we probably need this drug every time we fuck because when I nut, my nut hits the ceiling. So we can't do that without this drug. <laughs> we may need this every once in a while. And I used to have my I was always like, scared. Did, did, like, you no, ever hear the rumor that it, that, that, did you ever hear the rumor that if you fuck on ecstasy or Molly, you'll never be able to, like, fuck yeah. again? That's yeah, yeah. There's a reason. There's a, there's a reason for that. They don't mean like literally your shit won't work. It just doesn't feel the same. It's not as fun. Yeah, my friends. Yeah, my, my friends. Well, my friends. I like, can tell you guys here. I, 
I mean, I can tell you guys firsthand, I've never fucked on Molly, but one time I did jerk off on Molly, and I still like to jerk off, so. i never done it, period. That, I've never, yeah, uh, I've never even lying. fucked with it. He's lying. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. I'm straight up. I've never, I've never fucked Anyways, with it. Anyways, my friend was in my ear. He was like, dude, you're going to try this drug, and then you're going to fuck your girlfriend, and then after that, you're probably going to need this every time you fuck her. And it happened for like, uh, you I'll know, tell you a right month. now, fucking on shrooms is way better than fucking on ecstasy. Are you kidding me? I fucked on acid. No. I fucked on acid. But yeah, that's no, it's not. It's Nothing's fun. You have to be safe when you're on hallucinogens, <laughs> dude. We heard a story like, last week about this. Like, dude, fu- are you kidding? A fucking on mushrooms is better than fucking on Molly. You're like yeah. I've never done I've never done Molly, but I've done much. And how can you say you know the You're like you're like goddamn bitch. You look weird. Like no no. <laughs> I, I don't mean it's like not, no. It's not more fun. I mean like I'm talking about like right when you're coming I'm not, down. I'm not trying to poke room. the bear. I'm not trying to poke the bear here. I'm just saying like. Oh no, but there's I'm no poking the bear. I mean it's a matter of personal face? preference. It was fun for me. Is that your face? Because I don't know what's going on right now. But here's right. something going on. What my dick? <laughs> I mean, right. mushrooms are kind of like a combination of acid and Molly, right? No, basically. No, no. no. Yeah, I don't no, think no. so. I disagree. It kind of is. I, you know what? I, I, I have no room. To, I've never done. I've never done Molly, so I have no fucking. Uh, I've done everything. Here's my thing, right? Because I, I was going through a coke phase when I was in my early twenties, and like I would try to no. fuck. Out, you know, so. <laughs> Throw that I out don't there. believe it. Throw that out there. I don't. I don't think I could really. Uh, it, it, the intentions were good, but me too. I get it. <laughs> like I think my dick's hard. I don't know if it is. Check it out, please. But uh, you know, drugs and, and involved with sex and shit is beyond what we were talking about. Because like I said, when I was that's growing why, up, that, that's why. That's why I'm an alcohol and weed guy, man. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, when I was like that's, when I was growing up, dude, the only thing that was on my mind was like I'm trying to get in where I fit in, and anything that fucks that up, I'm not trying to bring that into the equation. I was just trying to stick it and move it, you know, stick and move, you know, just so yeah, I don't bro, gotta go home it. and beat off. You know what I mean? So, don't worry, uh, Mac. Yo, you're gonna I get think, this next round. Yeah, yo, you just, I, you know, I I think uh, since we're on the subject of weird sexual shit and we have Ernesto here, I think it might be a good time to get in fucking Cucky Cornet. Fucking. Oh, Cucky oh, Cornet. Yeah, huh? Cucky. Oh, God. So, so Joe, I know you're not. Like, so after I, I woke up at like 8 o'clock this morning and I saw <laughs> that you had posted that to our, to our private chat, right? So I yeah. get on Twitter, right? I know you can't be on Twitter. <laughs> but I went on Twitter because I already followed Jim Cornette, and he's and he's going he's going. There's profile pics that have been switched, and it's like you use something that was very new, a new profile pic to depict what you say happened years ago. So I don't know if it's true, and not only that, but that article. I don't think that, that matters because if if if. If you take a picture of an old DM, the picture on the profile is still the new profile picture. So they could have just but, taken the screenshot now. But right. there's also something where it's like, uh, and I don't know because I just read the article and I've seen the guy that 
you know, whatever. I don't know if it's an, a new anonymous Twitter handle or whatever, but uh, nobody knows who the fuck this person that tweeted all this shit out is either. Yeah. Well, Trip, could be a uh, check your Trip, check your Facebook Messenger. I just sent you a screenshot, <laughs> which I want you to look at the date and what it was sent. Because uh, I can read it, but I don't know how how that would work. I'm gonna send uh, it to yeah, well, yeah, 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 Joey fucking, Janella one. The, the the fucking shit that I have to read is the post, and it says I made a very vague post yesterday about Jim Cornette in the face of current events. I feel like I need to speak up. During my first year in the business, his wife, Stacy, attempted to groom me. So some Chris D'Elia shit going on from the other side. Right, she approached him. me via DM. Sent me, yeah, it's like, what, she want to fucking, she want to give your dog a bath? What the fuck's going on here? So anyway, right. she approached him via DM, sent me loose <clears throat> photos I never asked for, implied protection from the Kentucky Commission, stating he was a family friend, and told me she right. was going to Fuck me, and I didn't have a choice. My experience with them is tame compared to others. And it goes on and on and on. But yeah, hang yeah, on. I, I, mean, I, I, I just want to read the fucking meat of this. He says, when Jim was booking at OVW, if you wanted a contract or a show, you had to perform sexual acts on his wife many times with him watching. This happened to many people. A close friend of mine was groomed and brainwashed by them for years. He escaped. They terrorized him. She sent nudes, but I don't see how this bitch sending. I mean, his wife is pretty fat and ugly, so her sending nudes could be pretty fucking terrorizing. I but think, so no, like, don't get me wrong, like, I think, story, uh... Hang on, fucking, long story short, according to this guy's tweets, fucking... Oh, are these actual pictures of his wife? I didn't see these yet. Yes. Wow. Yeah, those are actual pictures of his wife. I didn't see those yet. But so, basically, long story short, it seems like Jim Cornette his whole life talking about wrestlers and looking at wrestlers would love these wrestlers that he talks about so much to fuck his wife while he watches in order for them to come up it's not a far cry you know I believe it you know what I think you know what I think that is fucked up sorry go ahead all of it No, I want to hear I want to hear what what Ernesto says on this because he's an expert in the subject of weird kinks and shit. Well, you can definitely tell by his personality that that dude has a lot of like weird sexual shit in his life. And then if you think about all the other people that have had like dirty shit come out around his era, you know, like Mula, Sonny, etc. He's really defensive of them. Like, yeah, those are my people. Leave them alone. Like, there was a rumor that Sonny had a fucking to keep her job. I believe it. Yeah. But, however... so, so I just sent Trip a screenshot while we were talking about this. So yeah, you just said March me 21st, too. That's crazy. So Joey Janela got into a back and forth with Jim Cornette about it, and Jim Cornette, it was basically he's like, without fail, hook, line, and sinker, I caught myself with a big mouth cuffed back. <laughs> so because Cor- Cornette had said something, he was like, so you want to be recognized as a complete buffoon, an utter waste of flesh who excels at nothing and makes a pathetic attempt to emulate what real wrestlers do. You've actually succeeded at something. He's like, I've succeeded. Joe Janela responded with, I've succeeded. Do I get a gift card? At least invite me to a hot tub party like the ones you and your wife used to have with the OVW boys. What? Oh. On March 21st, Joey Janela dropped that bombshell, and everybody was just like, oh, he's talking shit. Yeah, well, I think, 
Yeah, I think I think the uh, the weird thing here is is that it's like, a it's a bunch of dudes. B it's on a super lower level. You know, this is not quote unquote Hollywood shit for wrestling fans like us. It is. This is our Hollywood. Well, here's the fucked up you know? part. Like, the Jim Cornette shit is actually the most humorous part about the last 24 hours if we're keeping it a buck. Like, sure. UK talent, they, them niggas are going to jail. Like, right. the UK doesn't play, like, the same way Wait, we do when it comes to, like, sexual misconduct. Yo, um, what the fuck one happened chick just there? Let <clears throat> one chick just you know, started tweeting about an experience she had with a wrestler, and then it just, a snowball effect came out. Like, if you search uh, hashtag speak out, you'll see a lot of people from, like, Jordan Devlin. Like, Jack Gallagher got cut today because of his, uh, the one that got put about him. Ernesto, like, like, umbrella? what the fuck did you, you sound do? Like you, you sound like you have a lot of time to look Jeez. shit up. Well, uh, I was if anybody while my kid was skating, so... I'm jealous. Uh, no, nah, I guess he, he tried to get some chick really drunk and try to, like, bag her and then try to make a move on her in the bathroom. So he's like, not allowed to get on, laid? That, like, that had been, hold on, hold on. Hold like, on. he was trying to rape her in the bathroom. Hold on a second. If we if we look at the wrestling industry, you're going to hear a lot of, like, dark side shit going on. This is oh, just, I'm, I'm, uh, you definitely are, and I guess more of the females feel more empowered because at this point it's just like, fuck it, nobody's worked it anyway. We we all seen uh, what's her nuts get gang banged and that video shared. What's her uh, page? You know, and look at they just some photos that came out of yeah, her. Yeah, the China the China one where the the no I'm talking uh, about Paige, but China is another subject. Oh but, yeah, uh, Paige released some video or uh, 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 you know photos of herself recently. She got like a boob job and like she's got like the Kardashian so shit different. going on with her face. Yeah, like who the fuck is that? I don't even know who the fuck that is anymore. Like what the fuck yeah, is it? Doing it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me that all these wrestlers do weird gangbang shit because they're all super into their fucking bodies and doing all <laughs> holding each other all day. So of course they take their clothes off at some point. It makes sense to me. Well, I don't I mean, really. A lot see. of it's kind of rapey. Like there was yeah. An, so a bunch of a bunch of UK talent got outed. Like the the British dude with the mask in NXT UK, he got outed. So did Tyler Bate, uh, Wolfgang, again, Jordan Devlin. And then the guy that uh, the CEO of NWA had uh, something put out about him, he resigned immediately because his shit was really incriminating. And, like, five broads came out the woodwork and was like, oh, yeah, we co-signed this. This happened to us, too. And he was like, mm, I'm out. So basically, long yeah, today, story today short. It was a really and, fascinating so- day. Everybody in so basically, is a rapist, basically. Yeah, basically. Everybody in NXT UK is a rapist, so that whole branch is just going to get shut down. In a nutshell. Not, no Pretty pun much. intended. Uh, again, Jack Gallagher I don't got get, like, today. What, I'd expect it just more people blows to get my cut. mind. It's like back in the day, a rapist was like a real rapist, like hide in the bushes, tie a bitch up. Now it's like, he touched me the wrong way in a bathroom. It's like, all right, settle down, bitch. I'm, I want a real rapist. I don't you know, bro. I got a daughter. Rapist. You touch her the wrong way in the bathroom, I'm putting you in a box. Yeah, that is Yeah, true. she's also not... If you're in a bathroom with the WWE guy, you did no, something to no, get no. there. No, he no, barged no. He barged into the bathroom. Oh. Like, she went what, in there what, to, to go and use the bathroom. umbrella and, and shit? Went in to follow. I don't know if he had the umbrella, oh. but he had an umbrella drink trying to get her drunk. 
Hey. That's pretty crazy. No, <laughs> what's crazy right. is the Matt Riddle one. Like the Matt Riddle one's real crazy. Like this bitch tried to throw him under the bus, and he had to he had to go get receipts from his lawyer from like an old restraining order and shit. Like this shit's crazy with that boy. So he didn't do okay. anything. Matt 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 Riddle is innocent. Matt Riddle seems like the most innocent one out of the bunch. That just seems like a broad that got slighted, and now she she's just trying to ruin him under the wave of everything else. All right. Well. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Ernesto, why we got you? Um, and I've been going back and forth with uh, Kent. Sorry, ass. Hopefully he can join us before we get, go in overtime. But I'm not asking him to do it. But Ernesto, why we got you? Uh, you know, like what are your influences and shit that you were growing up? You know, because you're kind of like me and Trip's age. So, like, what was on TV? TV shows. Uh, music, yeah, music, whatever. Comedy like, what, Yeah. Comedy shit. What were you into when you were growing up? Because we. That well, I had like... an older brother, so for a long time it wasn't. I really didn't have a choice. It was whatever he was doing. But when I got to be more of like an individual, I'd probably say like you know, the George Carlins, the Richard Pryors, the Eddie Murphys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. You know, TV TV 100%. shows. It was like TV shows. It was like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, fucking Family Matters. I even watched Roseanne. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I'll admit it. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I didn't like Roseanne because she reminded me of my mom. That's a fact. I couldn't watch it because it was my mother. I like I like Roseanne's storyline sometimes. You know, and then Home Improvement was another one. Yeah. Like Al Bundy was the shit, dude, when I was growing up. Oh, dude. Um, yeah, that was amazing. Um, I mean, Married us. with Children was Married with Children, yep, all the reruns. I used to hate the intro to that. It was just the most annoying song ever. And that's a Frank Yeah, Sinatra yeah, uh, that's yeah, a Frank, uh, fucking Frank, baby blue eyes. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, uh, music-wise, I was, the first album I ever bought for myself was East 99 Eternal. What? So, Bone Thugs is big. Hell yeah. Let's time out real quick. What was, let's, let's do it like a round table thing. What was like yes, the first please. album that you bought with your own fucking money that your parents didn't fucking pay for you to get the shit, because I, I remember mine was like the Chronic, the original Chronic album that I actually I had to tape of that shit. I bought the tape, not the fucking CD, but yeah, we uh, yeah. we got the Chronic album for free because my older brother used to do those Columbia fucking record scams where they give you oh, like Columbia ten free CDs, yeah, twelve CDs for one dollar or one yeah one yeah cent yeah or whatever yeah some shit like that. You would also, always get the CDs in the mail, but never send them the money, and they just kept sending him CDs. He did it for, like, three years. But also, it was a fucking UGK album. Like, their first album was, like, the first shit that I fucking bought. But anyway, yeah, no, the first oh, album yeah. I bought was Bone Thugs. Yeah, Bone Thugs. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much, like, right, Dennis, a lot of, like, my Dennis, what are you heavy on? on Carlin, though. What? Dennis, Dennis, what do you got? First album. What all right, like the first album CD that I actually bought was, uh, you know, again it was like the, the Bone Thug. I remember Crossroads was uh, like the new shit coming out. And right. It was a tape at the time. Like you could, yeah. you could. And I would like to point out, a lot of people don't even know that the mainstream version of Crossroads is actually the remix. It's censored. It's censored. You cannot actually find. No, it's not like, censored. It's the remix. It, it, you it can is find a, a dirty copy. It's the yeah, remix. Like, it's not the, the first, original Crossroads. All right, okay, yeah. I, I'm with Ernesto. Like, that first Bone Thugs uh, album, 
they had Crossroads on there. It was like eight tracks on that on that fucking CD. It wasn't even worth the money that they were charging for it. But I remember buying that. But I can't really pinpoint like the first fucking. Nah, Thunder Shrugged's phone was worth it all by itself. Yeah, when I, I, I would have paid. I, was, the, I would have paid the eight dollars for that one track. I, like when yeah, I, that wasn't when a I problem. Was, when I was in middle school or whatever, like, uh, we had the disc man, you would get on the bus. I remember Bone Thugs was, like, the shit that I was on repeat playing uh, that first album. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, uh, N.W.A., where they're all standing around looking at the fucking camera that's underneath them straight out of Compton. I think that was, like, probably my first shit that I bought was, like, N.W.A. As far as, like, an album, CD. My, yeah, my, my first, like, I, it was, like, during I got a boombox and then I got fucking you know uh uh like like Christmas shit so the the first three that I remember buying myself with Christmas money uh were all tapes they were all cassette tapes was uh ACDC Back in Black which was probably about nine or ten years old at the time. Uh, crisscross, totally crossed right. out. I was gonna say, and that MC was Hammer. that was the beginning of the Atlanta shit. That was before I, Outkast. I was gonna say MC Hammer earlier, but we used to record shit off the radio when you used to have to put the tape over the fucking cassette tape and put it in the shit and wait for your song to come on, and then you, you know right, that's what right. we were doing before we can afford shit. But so I had I had uh, I had ACDC back in black, crisscross, totally crossed out. And uh, Aerosmith Pump. Right. Yeah, I mean, I can't really pinpoint, like, the first album I ever fucking purchased because I'm not like you, Trip. I can't fucking categorize fucking dates and, like, everything right in front of me at the time. But I just remember, like, going from cassette tapes to fucking CDs, and I was like, oh, shit, I can go in the store and buy a fucking CD. And I don't yeah, have the to first fucking, CDs was, know? like, uh, was, was, uh, uh, Stone Temple Pilots and uh, Nirvana, never mind. Those were the first right. CDs I remember well, buying me, after I got a CD player. For me, it was like the era of Limp Biscuit and Corn when they were doing the Family Values and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, I did. I bought all I, I was steady buying CDs. Like, I had everything, you know, by that time. You, you were the guy that would get in the car and, and get in the passenger seat and roll out the 300 fucking pack of fucking yeah, Absolutely. Okay. No, yeah. I was doing that to my friends I while I was in the driver's both. seat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in the driver's seat doing that shit. I remember the Master P albums, too, when they were like plastic uh, CD uh, covers and the CD was in it and it had like Silk the Shocker and it was all made out of plastic. Silk the Shocker. Yo, yeah. charge it to the game. <laughs> Charge it to the game. Uh, what do you know about okay. Charge of the game? I know about it. I know about it. And True True was like some shit coming out of like their camp and Sea uh, Murder and all that shit. I remember buying all fucking, that shit. Fucking to... uh, Tear the Club Up 97, 3-6 Mystical, Mystical was the shit, his first shit, when he released on No Limit. And I remember when Snoop Dogg went to No Limit Records. I remember buying that shit, too. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that album was garbage. It was, was it was ever. it was it that really was. was. This new Lion album. It was uh, like, why are we gonna where? Why are we gonna fucking put these fucking New Orleans beats over a Snoop Dogg fucking track? Like anyway, 
anyways, new guys that versatile, and, you can, and, and he could do it with no problem. That's why. I, I digress. But going back to that time frame and, like, buying CDs and shit, it's hard to, like, pinpoint what was the first and what was, like, the first CD that I fucking purchased. But um, Yeah, but I can't okay. say it's real easy to I tell got, you what changed the game, and that was, like, Napster and digital downloading. I'm glad you brought that up, Ernesto, because I was just about to say this, okay? So I'm watching uh, on our pre-show with me and Dennis and Joe, we were talking about, uh, I was talking about um, me and my daughter, we were watching a show and it brought up a Grey Poupon reference. We were watching Wayne's World, brought up the Grey Poupon reference, and she didn't understand it, so... um, I went back and showed her the old commercials from the 90s, and we just got on this YouTube loop of showing, like, Skittles commercials from the 90s, like VW commercials So you had a demolition 90s. man moment with your daughter. Please. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I mm-hmm. sit there and I tell her, and I'm going, uh, we're watching uh, uh, Flagpole Sitta from fucking Harvey Danger comes up, right? <clears throat> and... Anybody that knows when you're buying albums in like the mid 90s to late 90s, there was a handful of things that would come out, and these bands would have a radio song. And the rest of the album sounded nothing like that song that was popular on the radio. So you would Dude. go out and buy a you would go out and buy a CD for sixteen dollars. Yeah, you would go out and buy a CD for $16 and find out that the rest of the album sucked as soon as you bought it. A lot of that had to do with, like, the music video radio payola culture. Right, right. But what I'm also saying here is, is, like, you know, everybody, you know, I'm explaining to my daughter, like, you know, why we download music and the way things are now is, like, it is because of this is that we used to pay $16 and as a teenager $16 might as well be $300 to us now you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and and it's like we pay $16 for a cd and then we fucking hear the song the only good song on the record is the one that they play on the radio all goddamn day long we we might as well just keep the radio on to hear what now, we want now now and, uh on the same note, Trip, there's albums like Big Pun. Remember uh, Still Not a Player and shit? I was yeah, like, oh, it's so hard and yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that, that album's just going to be that one song. And then you get the album and it's fucking 16, 17 tracks that are like concrete. Yeah, right, what but what I'm saying were, what um, I'm saying is there was a lot more influx of, of records that were bought. Thank you. That, 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 that had that one song that was on the radio and the rest of the album was garbage. I mean, I would say a 10 to 1 odds that that's what was happening during the mid to late 90s. You're gambling because you don't really know. Right, exactly. It's a gamble. Every single time that you you throw down your 16. became so big. Right, right. Every time you threw down your $16, you were placing a gamble on that. And guess what? I placed a lot of gambles that fucking didn't go well. So by right. the time I was 14 or 15 years old, I'm going to school going, hey, give me a list of 16 tracks, $5, and I'm buying CDRs. I've been an entrepreneur since I was fucking 12 years old, dude. So I'm going, I'll buy a fucking 20-pack of fucking uh, CDs 
for fucking ten dollars. That's fifty cents a CD. You give me you give me five dollars tomorrow, and I'll download. Give me a track list, sixteen tracks, five dollars. So I would sell. I was was slinging CDs. That that was the thing. I was I was slinging CDs at sixteen. You know, at fourteen, fifteen years old. You know, I I was the middleman. I was the middleman involved in that because my homeboy was like computer tech wise, and I'd be like, "Yo, the new album's dropping." Instead of them going to pay for the money, let's just go to school tomorrow and sell these, C- you know, these CDs for five dollars. And they were right. bootleg. And I wrote, I wrote on them in Sharpie and shit. I was like, "This is the new Jay Z shit," or whatever. Dude, I was just about <laughs> to say, Jay Z Volume Three is yeah. what I made the most amount of money on selling CDs at school. Jay Z yeah. Volume Three. I was, I was. I would sell them for five. Yeah, yep. DMX too. I would sell them for five dollars a piece. They would just give me the hey, give me the whole new Jay Z record, and I'd go download it. And I was one of the only ones that had. Uh, we had cable internet. It was right when cable internet came out, and we had it at Roadrunner, and, right. and yeah. we had so it. I I used to do that too. And like I said, I remember getting the Onyx. Uh, I could album download stuff. a whole record in fucking fifteen minutes, yeah. man. It was in two thousand. It was Onyx shut them down. I don't even know when that album came out, but I sold a lot of those too because motherfuckers was trying to get that Onyx shit and they didn't want to pay that. You know, because well, only... that album went hard, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And there's only like four. That five album went harder than it should have. Like, everybody like, remembered Onyx from Back the Fuck Up and Slim and oh, shit like that. Oh, dude, Back the Fuck Up they was were, my they, shit. I was like, these they, motherfuckers they are crowd surfing in their videos. It, they were not expecting them to get real hood, which shut them down. Like, yeah, but like on, Onyx, Onyx, Onyx was like, Onyx and Cypress Hill were the motherfuckers that were like, showed motherfuckers like crowd surfing like it was a metal show. You know what I mean? No. Like in their no. videos, like... Those motherfuckers I'm, were getting wild, dude. I'm trying to tell you, I had ten copies of maybe Onyx shut them down, and by lunchtime that shit was gone. And the next day, motherfuckers was like, "Yo, I need some more shit." I'm like, you "Gotta give me time, dog." You know what I mean? I can't fucking produce this shit the way you want it. But uh, right. uh, Joe, Joe, I think I think we have a particular individual that's trying to get in the show. Uh, maybe you can bring him in the show. Hopefully, wait, he doesn't ruin wait, the show. Before, before, before you chime him in, can I? Because he's gonna want to comment on this, and I just want to say it first. I want everybody's opinion on like Trump doing like this really sneaky shit to him have his own state-run media organization. Why I want not? Everybody's opinion on that, dude. That's just <laughs> wild. This is my opinion on that's everything. Is I deleted Facebook from my phone, because and I'm done hearing it. about We're all fucking politics. Sick of the fucking four-year hissy fit about Donald Trump that isn't going to fucking stop. Everybody just needs to shut the fuck up. I'm tired of fags. I'm tired of black uh, people. I just want my fucking news feedback to not be about all this fucking gay shit. Everybody just needs to shut the fuck I mean, up. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. gay and black. I mean, I mean, I mean, Joe Dem. Him, him having yeah. his own state-run media network, that's just scary as fuck. This is definitely you. Okay, you know what's also scary? Blacks. <laughs> you know what's also scary is, is abolishing the police. But everybody thinks that's a great idea. So you know, I mean, definitely defund don't, them, fuckers. They don't need the bread. Hold on, hold on a second, Ernesto. Great idea. The whole, Take all the money the, from the cops. Sounds good. The, 
the whole Trump running his own shit thing is kind of a predecessor to letting you know that he's probably going to win this election coming up if we even have it because Ebola well, uh, fucking wrote us. For me, it was it's, – okay, so I, I'm not a fan by any means, but the psychological manipulation is astounding. Absolutely. Think about it. You, you, you spent six years, better part of six years, screaming – Fake news, fake news, fake news, mainstream media, mainstream media, mainstream media. Well, why not create your own shit? You launch your own. Just get rid of it. We've been doing that. I've been doing that for eight years, dude. So, yeah, we've been I don't doing know. that, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, you it's, guys have been on, doing it for on, eight on, years, but not hold on, on, hold on, 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 on scale. So, like, what's hold he trying on, to do? He's making his own news channel? I, like, I like don't get it. Yes, no. So having a state-run media is is a very bad idea. That's what like China has. It doesn't give information; it gives propaganda. Well, that's what we got already. We got fucking goes on uh, right now, yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's what we got. Yeah. So yeah, if, if, uh, who we gonna bring in? The voice I, of like, America. It, it would be irresponsible solid. if we didn't bring in whoever's waiting. The God of Thunder waiting to come into the, the show. Do we want to come in? The God oh, of Are you ready? <laughs> You think you can tell us what to do? Do you think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? I got two words for ya. Suck it. Ready. Bow to the masses. Bring it down. What's poppin', old man? Hey, what's up, everybody? No, yep. much I just felt like listening to that song longer, day. man. My bad. <laughs> I love that song. Hey, uh, uh, you guys can, are making uh, points, good points everywhere. I've been, I've been listening for a few minutes. Can, been uh, Black, Black Lives Matter, and if you're not involved in that movement, you need to hang up the phone right now. Check your Black privilege, old matter. man. <laughs> Check your privilege. And then they say all lives matter. Well, you can you can't say all lives matter until you admit that Black lives matter too. So once Black lives matter, then you can say, wow, okay, so now all lives matter. It's really that simple. Yeah, it's, people it's get over there with privilege and get it. Oh, oh, I wish it was. Old people. I really except wish it was that simple. People and sick people when it comes to Corona. You got to get it right. Not all lives matter, Ken. Probably no, well, not don't. to the government, not to like the powers that be and the, these psychopaths that run the world, but to normal people, I would think. Once it's again, true. they've done a great job of making us hate each other instead of fucking hating uh, them. Divide and conquer. Listen, if you yep. if you care then, about you know, old people, if you care about old people, I hate everybody. I'm sick of hearing everybody. I just want to fuck everybody <laughs> to shut up about everything, and I just want everybody to smoke weed and chill. That's man, all he needs to do. But don't. I'm with. I'm with Send Joe me someone. This. I will. <laughs> I'm with Joe on this because I hate everybody too equally, and it's no. I love everybody. I just want to smoke weed and chill, though. I hate everybody. Uh, I hope no, an everybody's fucking. I hope an asshole everybody's fucking hits us next month, shit. and we all fucking die, and that's just. You got five coming by. Yeah, hope, hopefully one hits us because. I mean, <clears throat> you also got scientists playing with dark matter, so I mean. Let's hey. just keep it a buck here. Hey, CERN has been going on for a while, and me and Trip have been covering that. And uh, is, like is dark matter? Is dark matter? Does that have to do with Juneteenth, or is that something different? No, it's oh, created by something June. totally different and a lot more scary. I mean, hey, I Juneteenth is pretty. They, they, they're money. trying to create. They, they're trying to create 
like elements that don't exist in physics, and they're playing with really fucked up levels of science that the world is yeah, I've heard about not be fucking with. Well, I suggest you watch a fucking alien podcast. Watch Bob Lazar. It, it, it has nothing to do with, with like an a- Yo, alien mute podcast. It has to do with like. Mute yourself on the like live physics. video. Trip. And the, uh, it, the it, uh, it, calendar, it the Mayan scary. calendar says we're going to end this this weekend. Blah, trip, blah, 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 blah. Revelation. Mute yourself on the live video, please. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried about yeah, the revelations trip, part. Trip, you got to hit science mute. around fucking with it. Well, hey, I just wanted to say something real quick. You guys were talking about selling CDs and stuff. Back in my day, I was actually starting to do that and made just a few bucks, not, you know, pennies, uh, making cassette track. tapes. Yeah, no, no, it was cassette tapes. But guess what the, Guess what the top song was in the uh, band was at that time? Don't lie to us. It was A-Tracks. It time. was, uh, <laughs> well, just right after A-Tracks, really. It was Van Halen <laughs> Jump with uh, 1984. Oh, I was in, God, like, ninth grade. Stupid. Just shoot me That's how long face. ago I was trying to grab. I didn't sell no Master P records or some Onyx. You know, that was later on. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Ken, 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 y'all weren't even old enough to listen to Onyx when it came out. I'm, I'm going to turn this around so we don't have to get off to the races on some dumb shit and just keep having fun. Ken, yeah. you have to share your fucking story, all right? Uh, when was the first time you fucking clubbed a cave bitch and drug her back to uh, take advantage of her? When was the first All time right. you got laid? Well, it was, uh, God, man, because it, it, once you go back about 40,000 years, it's all a blur. <laughs> um, I, I remember the A.K.A. Asteroid. Kent has never been laid. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I was immortal. The 40, oh, the 40, for it. The forty thousand. When, when, the, when did the god of thunder take his first cave bitch hostage? <laughs> Just tell. Well, us we weren't story. even in caves yet. We weren't even in caves yet. We were still in Africa. We weren't even. We <laughs> hadn't even left the continent. Yet. We were still in Africa, and I think her name was Zungabunga. But I'm not sure. It's so long ago. It's all a part. Oh, you racist motherfucker. That's the most racist shit that's been said all night. <laughs> Congratulations, Ken. Zungabunga. His, his, his clan showed. His clan, there were no clans. Anyway, we lived in anyway tribe, tell us about we were... this bush. Tell us about this bush bitch you fucking took advantage of. <laughs> well, we were tribe, and then a big meteor hit. And when I went and investigated the meteor, it gave me some kind of special powers, and I've been immortal ever since. So I, you know, like I said, hey, after... Daniel Savage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where I'm getting that from. <laughs> Vandal uh... Savage. Good. Yep. I got so her name I'm, was Unga Bunga. My question is, yeah. did she have big breasts? Because that's always a key point. Yeah, there were, back then we were still really hairy. There's hair on the breast too. Uh, hair everywhere. Oh, oh Jesus! Uh, oh Lord! Oh, <laughs> a hairy, a hairy bitch, bush bitch. This got weird fast. <laughs> yeah. uh, you asked for it, you got it. <laughs> I think I need a drink. Yeah, is, I'm gonna go make that, a drink. That is very true. <laughs> uh, and as far as the uh, the whole Trump thing, he's probably going to be four more years, and who gives a damn? It's, it's just another damn puppet. I'm more worried about the Kate Remedia thing, bro. That shit's scary. He wants to be a dictator so hard. I'm worried about nothing. I'm worried about he's nothing. I've come to terms with the, I've come else, to so. terms. 
Listen, I've come to terms with the fact that the world is run by an elite class of billionaire pedophiles, and there is nothing I can do about it. So I'm just going to chill here and not bang kids because I don't have enough money to. And I'm just going to chill and not go to jail. <laughs> that's, the and not... Oh, no, that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, is that, is the only thing holding you back is, is the financial aspect of it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm it seems like. It's like. It seems like, oh, you know, guys, when you're... Uh, hold on, hold on. A point being is that if you can get dab comedy up, you know, on the list, you know, and get yeah. the shit we rolling. We can all be banging you can, 15 year old by next year. Right, you can really have Joe. Oh, no, no, no. Fucking right. No, I'm glad Joe's <laughs> been paying attention to that payday Monsanto music because that's been going on for a while. He's been talking about that. So, but what Joe gets you to talk to him that payday do it for him. It doesn't teach you anything, dude. That Jeffrey Epstein shit is just right in front of everybody's faces. That's what I've been researching the last week. Everybody's talking about black lives, trannies, fucking June, whatever, all of this shit. I'm still on Jeffrey Epstein. I'm still, like, reading Jeffrey Epstein shit. Like, how the fuck did this just, like, happen? And now everybody just forgets about Jeffrey Epstein. You guys, like, nobody... I don't think anybody like, forgot this, about Jeffrey Epstein. Dude, like, it's fucking crazy. The world's ran by pedophiles. And they just cover it up in front of us. And it's like, we're supposed to move on to the next thing now? Like, dude, like, it doesn't matter who the president is because who, if you have enough money, you're on a pedophile island. So, like, why, why do they care who president. I vote for? Yeah. Yeah, the president's probably on the island. Like, what the fuck? Not probably. That's the most sense that Joe's made in the entire fucking four years. <laughs> Joe, he's it. got it now. He's learned something from all wow. these years. Wow. Wow. Now he's getting it. He's getting it. Yep. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm just saying, do you think Kid Pussy is that good? No. I, wow, look, Joe. Look. Wow, Joe. What you don't Joe. Joe, what, you yeah. know, what you're kind of like on the tip of the iceberg is, is that these people practice some shit that we don't really, we're not in tune with because we're just civilians and cattle. But there's witchcraft and some other shit going like, on. It, I don't know how much witchcraft it really is. They're cooking souls for the devil. Not today, Satan. You see my shirt? Not today, Satan. I know you can see it right now. Like, you know these hippie bitches with crystals and shit? They kind of are on the right track with energy, but they're just playing with, like, the, like, little beginnings of it. These elite billionaires are on the higher level of playing with energy, and they know the most pure form of energy is, like, banging kids or whatever the fuck they do. Yeah, and they Alice do these shit. Alice was a part of this, but... I think like the energy and like what it be, what it means to be like celebrity status and be accepted by the masses is some shit where I talked about on past shows. You're not just gonna suck a dick, dude. You're probably gonna rape like a, a fucking eight year old. And if you want to be famous and shit, then that's you know that's protocol. Uh, well, there's yep. there's a difference there's a difference between what what is uh, people that are compromised. One could look at. You know, uh, I'm I'm sorry, but we got to kind of go back to this because we talked about this in our production meeting, is the Danny Matherson thing. And not only that, he was a Scientologist. So Look that's Jackson, definitely dude. something that needs to be looked further into because because he's a, he was a Scientologist, and we all know 
that, you know, the Tom Cruises and John Travolta's of the world, they fucking yeah. harbor these secrets of their fucking gayness or whatever, or if they want to rape young girls or whatever it is. Well, you know what I mean? Isn't, and it's like on, they yeah. harbor... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on right quick. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, Sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying, they harbor these secrets. It, it, it's not It's not a secret, by the way. You know, the... the, the Church of Scientology harbors these secrets for these people, the and they've been Church. able to have. So, so I guarantee there's a problem with Danny Matherson and the Church of Scientology. Uh, I hate to say more than there is a fact that he fucking raped people. You know what okay, I mean? Trip, trip, and of trip, course, that's trip, terrible. Trip, I want to ask you a question. Have you seen the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Right, you've yes, seen that movie. Of course. Okay, what, in that movie, gay? who am I, gay? Yeah, you're probably gay. Yeah. But in that movie, in that movie, Johnny Depp takes a drug call, adrenochrome, right, which is played off as like just some bullshit that probably couldn't happen. But if you look at the Disney Pixar film Monsters Inc., that's kind of what they're harvesting. It's like killing kids <laughs> while you're fucking them and getting that adrenochrome and drinking their fucking blood. I'm not trying to get Alex Jones on fucking people here tonight. But these are things that are like behind the scenes uh, scenarios. To keep it in reality, Dennis, to keep it in reality, the fact of the matter is, is that I think that there's, I'm not, I'm not disputing the fact that that might have happened, you know, with what's been going on. And there's been rumblings of that with Danny Matherson over the past couple of years that we've all heard, you know, if you keep your ear to the streets or whatever. But there's also a thing where it's like, I don't think the Church of Scientology would have let that gone out had there not been a problem with Danny Matherson and the and the Church of Scientology. You okay, understand, I understand what I'm trying to say? I, that I makes sense. They like so some fucking blackmail shit. I understand what you're That's saying. That's all they do. So yeah. Well, Dennis feel- believes that that there's a like like Steve Grant and them. That there's this big pagan cult worshiping thing going on all the time with these Fuck guys from for thousands of years. Look, I don't think you're down if, with the cause, Kent. If, if, <laughs> if you look at it though, for thousands of years, if you remember the elite ruling class, the authoritarians have always abused. No, their no, no, power. no, no. Hold look on, at dude, the emperors of Rome. Look Kent, at like there, all these guys. Kent, so Kent, Kent, it's Kent, not nothing there, new. There's a reason why like uh, sacrificing. Uh, Animals and virgins and shit has been going on. They're gonna meet in the Bohemian Grove soon. They're gonna sacrifice some shit, and it has to do with like them retaining their power and the shit that you don't understand. They none of don't us understand. have any power from that. It's they do bullshit. have power. They're practicing shit it's that bullshit. goes back. You're old enough to understand. You're eight thousand years old. You should understand these concepts. These things go back to like pagan cultures it's before not- the Bible and all that shit. The, the, before the Bible, they did, they did they did sacrifices. Just about every culture in the human race did sacrifices at one point in time. It's well, the, just the, the way human nature it, was. It's, it's not that it's real; it's that they believe it's real. That's the yeah. most okay. important thing to all right, take well, out of all this. But like the Druids, they never even got. There's still no proof that they they were doing human. Like Rome wrote about them. Okay, oh, and like I Caesar. I and I, I'm a Druid. I'm a pagan. So You're I study thunder. that and all that. Believe me, I'm You're not sacrificing of... anybody. Or yeah, and I nobody I know does that. You're so, Thor. I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, is that 
just look at the Catholic Church, right? Scientology is one thing, but look at the Catholic Church. This is a religion. Well, look that how much power they've had over two thousand okay. years since the and, Roman Empire, and, since they wrote the Bible. And MLS little boys. And this yes. has been known common knowledge for a long fucking time and nothing's being done about it. It's and thousands of years before that they meant less than little boys like in three hundred, you know, the uh, yeah. You know, they that, that's what they did. They they brought them up as warriors and molested them, and okay. then they got bigger well, molested boys. It, here's it's my a question. power trip, an authoritarian trip. Here's my question. Why is that being nationally, worldwide accepted, and not only being accepted, but being practiced for all these fucking generations, and nobody says shit about it? There's a reason for that shit. The yeah, reason they for don't that get shit. caught, and when they do, they get covered up. That comes with that. Hold, hold on, hold on. To get down to the baseline point of what we're talking about, and uh, the the deeper issues of what we're currently having to deal with is the hypocrisy of it all, okay? And it's like, I'm fine putting my shit out on the line and telling you, this is a joke, here's what I really believe, here's what I don't believe, but I think it's okay to joke about and it's funny, you know, or whatever. You know, th- th- there's all of these different aspects of, of a lot of this stuff that we're talking about. And so if I can go, I'm joking about this, I feel passionate about that, whatever. But here's the thing, is that currently we're having a lot of people joking about this, that, or the other. We're having a lot of people say things that they don't really mean. And we're having a lot of people like being like raising good points. But the problem is if you're not 100% on board, you're a fucking pariah, you know? And, and like, how, how deep do you go before you have to buy into everything? Otherwise, you're deemed a racist or a fucking whatever, you know, Hold or on, somebody sir. that is a Trump sympathizer or a Hold fucking. On. They want all of this shit to go on. But, but, at the end of the day, it's like, no, nah, you know what? We can make jokes and we can say whatever, and it's like, it, it's a collective. That's the problem. Everybody that looks saying. at people as a collective is the problem. I get you what you're saying. You look at people as individuals. We all know each other relatively well right now. You know, okay. everybody get, on this show knows that. I, I get what Sorry. you're saying, but that Go guy ahead. that. That guy that did Eminem and he impersonated Eminem in that video with Logic. I've, I've, it, his name slips my brain at this moment, but he's a comedian. He looks, yeah, he looks so fucking appealing to bitches that want to fuck him. Well, he did a whole video yeah. talking about if you talk about pedophilia in Hollywood, you haven't got laid. Joe, you gotta you mute ha- yourself. Sorry. You you haven't. Uh, yeah, you need to go swimming, and uh, there's nothing extra going on in Hollywood. But how long have these things been going on where nobody wants to pinpoint or talk about these things? Michael Jackson is, is something that rings in my brain to this day because I know sure. where he learned it from. I know where he learned it from because him and his brothers were pimped out to the fucking entertainment industry. And, you know, this has been going on for a while. This is not something I'm making up trying to get clout and trying to get friends on Facebook and people to follow me. These things are fucking I mean, I see that happening, but it's not like everybody that happens everywhere. I mean, you actually think that Motley Crue were taking wieners up their rumps before they no, made these no, sign no, their no. I don't no, think they, so. They, I don't think they were taking <laughs> – they may have took a dick or two, but I think they, they were yeah, – I, I doubt that. You think Metallica, Slayer, I really doubt it. Slayer – Listen, yeah, Slayer was listen, taking no dick. Okay, okay. 
because rock bands are so uh, they're they're outside of the, the the norm of when it comes to the entertainment industry. No, yeah, but it's I can the pop culture they, crap. I can guarantee you that they were probably fucking girls that were underage and getting away with it. So, oh, no, I mean, at that, that time, that if you're 20 and you're 15, and, and grass on the field, play uh, ball. That's the way it was back then. Oh, so we're supposed to accept it. Okay. All 20 right. at 15, yeah. There's, I mean, I, 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 I yeah. yeah. Well, I had to turn a few down at 20 years old that were 15, but it's because I was worried about getting in trouble at that time. I'm just saying. So I probably wouldn't saying. have gotten in trouble. Right. Like, my grand, uh, but the other side of the stick is like, th- there, there's a certain, there's a certain aspect of, uh, let's be honest, shit that we can't comprehend just because we weren't around back then, okay? And it's like, my grandparents have been married for fucking over 60 years right now. They're both still alive. My grandmother was 16, about to turn 17, and my grandfather was like 22 or some shit like that. You know what I mean? And they're still together to this day, you know? All right, let's let's uh, yeah. Let's it's it's totally different like that too. You know, when you're but, that that young age, it was a it different time. Happen. And if you did things right, it wasn't like a fucking exactly. whatever. Like, you know, my grandparents got married when my grandmother was like 17 years old. All right, essentially. that's that's a different time. Let's just say that there's some weird shit happening in the world that we probably don't know about and we speculate about, but. You know they're gonna meet. They're they're gonna have their boy meeting up in the mountains in San Francisco, really soon over the summer. Oh yeah, it's about that <laughs> yeah. time, ain't it? Yeah, it's just about that time, and that's gonna happen. And they're probably gonna be up there molesting children and shit. And nobody gives a fuck. So you know, that's that's the whole point of what I was saying. Nobody gives a fuck. Joe doesn't give a fuck. Trip doesn't give a fuck. Can't. The fuck, fuck am nobody I gonna do about fuck. it? I, I'm not a billionaire. I told you that I believe in it, but I'm not a billionaire, so, like, what am I going to do about an elite class of billionaire pedophiles that rule the world? Not much I can do. You're going to post them. Yeah, I mean, if we thought we could stop them and get them, like, knowing they were doing this, hell, I'd go up there and stop them. Dude, what what happened with Jeffrey Epstein, what happened with Jeffrey Epstein just shows the whole world that they're going to do whatever the fuck they want, and there's nothing you can do about it. The best thing you can do is just ignore all this. And, and if you choose to dissent, we will fucking kill you. Yeah, we'll put a bullet yeah. in your fucking brain, and you will not be a factor anymore. Yeah. Uh, what which reminds me of JFK, because Kent's always talking about the Federal Reserve and shit, but JFK was actually talking about eradicating the Federal Reserve, and they That's put United the States car. notes. That's why they killed him. I still him. got a Kennedy United States notes in my fucking repertoire with my gold and silver. That motherfucker and, and this reminds me of the race shit going on because Martin Luther King, even after the civil rights and shit was going on and, and black people were uh, free, quote unquote, they still killed this motherfucker. <laughs> no, <laughs> they killed him because he started getting he started getting people to realize it's not race war, not, it's a class war. It's not only that, them. but like okay, okay, like Dr. King was one thing. And like Malcolm X, like Malcolm X is a is a more interesting study because once he started to get into the unity bit, you understand what I'm saying? Once yeah. he started to get into the unity bit, that's when they fucking killed him. All right, you so know? Let's, let's talk about it. It was him going to Mecca and seeing a bunch of white people at fucking Mecca praying at the Hajj. That's really what turned him. All right, 
So right. Let's, when, let's talk well, about when you're when you're doing the you're, when you're doing the race war gimmick, you know, the race it's war. like, oh, okay, the, that that'll that'll work into an agenda here. We can we can make that work into an agenda. And, and the get, media. Once you get a solid unity bit, that's when they fucking kill you. Gandhi, yeah, they'll kill you. Doctor King, back, Malcolm X. That goes that goes back to Jesus all the way. John back to, Kennedy. All the way back. So let, let's talk about the narrative that's going on right now in modern-day America, okay? So there's a race war going on, and everybody has to be separated, you know. Uh, People like I said, are I was stupid a, now. Oh, People oh, are oh, stupid. Okay, that's, so, the, that's the easy answer. So can I ask answer. you a question uh, of the white folk? Why do y'all think it's a race war? Look, he said white folk. And when I was on Blog Talk the other night, it was all the black people doing their shows, like us, the black folk, we got to stick together because whitey, whitey and their fucking crackers and, and blah, 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 blah. You know how old this narrative is? You know how old this uh, shit and, is? And, 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 fucking old. Yeah, I, 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 it's old because they ain't shit really changed about it. I don't even believe you're 100% black enough, so I think that you are making <laughs> a bunch I'm of not, shit. I'm not. I'm Just very like clear. The so, no, okay, Bernie the Canadian got the DNA even, thing done. Look, I, I'm just saying the narrative and, and the divide and conquer shit is alive and well, and they want everybody to be separated. The but, Corona but see, shit that, wasn't no, working. See, the, the the problem about the, this whole divide and conquer issue is there's a very clear line in the sand from uh, the general consensus. And people that make it out to be a white versus black thing are the ones that actually want that. Because I'll tell you right now, I know a lot of people who all they really want is to not be systematically oppressed and shot at a disproportionate rate and have an equal... Uh, yeah, get, well, well, guess what? You got to hear it. I don't give a fuck Look, if you don't want to hear it. We're having a conversation, and we don't, we don't have it. We are, we are having a conversation, and I don't want to hear about the systematic yeah. fucking racism. Here's the yeah. thing. I, I don't want to hear I, about I'm it. I'm not systemically oppressing anybody because I don't even work a fucking job. So how am I oppressing anybody? I'm fucking Thank sitting you're here. You're also not white, Joe. I'm fucking yeah, white. Well, white. Talk. Uh, okay, okay. Ernest, uh, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on just a sec, for real. And I, I brought this up uh, years ago, but like, where does it benefit anybody for me just to be hating myself and fucking for me to teach my you children? Don't have to, to, you don't you, because, because you don't I have didn't to have anything yourself. to do with that. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. Let me let me finish this point. Go ahead. I didn't have anything to do with that. I want everybody. Here's the thing that I find a problem with systemically, you know, uh, on point with this is that for some odd reason, they want everybody that had nothing to do with all this shit to all of a sudden feel bad about all the shit that's been done. And it's like, I'm sorry that shit happened, but the, the way I've always viewed it, like personally to be very like you know on a base level with all this and and not be too in depth is that you know for some odd reason everybody act likes to act like they got to bring whitey down in order to the minorities to come up and it's like no i want to see everybody come up to where they 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 view white people as okay and I'm fine well, with that. The, the, you the put in your work. Hold on, hold on. Is, is a lot of people just right quick, right quick. I, I'll wrap it up just right quick, and you can go on a dissertation if you want to. Is that 
I feel like everybody should come up to where they feel like Whitey is. I think that that would, on an even playing field, and let a man be judged by his own merits and values. And it's like I don't, I don't, I don't need to to pay homage and heed to somebody that I had no look. I'm not in charge of fucking systemic racism. I'm not in charge of systemic racism. I've got nothing to do with that. I want everybody to be brought up to the point where they see the, quote, the plight of the white man at, you know, and just make it an even playing field. And guess what? I look at people as individuals. I look at people as individuals. So it's like, guess what? If you don't work, you don't get paid. Okay. If you don't have a good work ethic, then guess what? You're not gonna get fucking enough money. And guess what? It's not my fault that if somebody wants to stay home and be lazy, and I don't care because I talk about white trash just as much as I would any other race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's tons of white trash out there. The point is, is again, it just brings it back to poverty versus rich. It brings back to the class warfare. No, if there no, is no, no systemic no, racism. It, it, it's it, stupid. One at a time. No, systemic time. racism so, totally exists. But you can look uh, at Ernesto, statistics as Ernesto, far as your the next, your next, your next uh, phrase is going to be white privilege exists. You know what? There used to be a white privilege, privilege does exist. There used to are you be sure? I can admit that. Are, 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 Dude, are you I sure? From, because that wasn't I what went, I was going to say at all. I went from being. But go back and watch any 1940s movie. You can see white privilege has existed for a long time. Shut up, but man. it's not as bad as it used to be. Shut up. And it's people are realizing it's a class warfare instead of a race warfare. It's what we all need to wake up to. I'm white. Once again. And I have black people in my family, and I went from nothing to something. And nobody. Yeah, you're the blackest man on this. Nobody. Hold on. I don't want to hear from white people anymore. Let Ernesto talk. Yeah, Please. Right. You guys are. You guys are. You're making it out to be a, a, a race war, and it, it, it has nothing to respect. Have you never seen John Cena in the fucking ring? Those three no, words. I haven't seen him. Ring. You can't see him. He's invisible. Um, exactly. It has nothing to do with, with hustle. It has nothing to do with anything. That, like that. That's not He's what we're talking about. Just like systemic racism. You. And that is so you not, mean to tell me that, that's, that's is totally the not invisible though? That's the point. <laughs> AutoZone is keeping you down. Is that the problem? It, Dude, the fucking, my, my, the fucking mechanic who works on my car told me I should never get a flashy car because I'm two shades away from being choked out by police. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, like, when it comes to police officers, none of us wants to, to deal with their bullshit. And it doesn't matter what yeah, fucking color they are. Okay, but now... But that's, see, what, yes, but that's it, it what I meant though. earlier about, like, it, it, wait, I can't... Wait, wait, guess on, what? Wait, I can wait, sit here wait. and say, fuck the police, wait. and fucking it doesn't listen, matter because listen. I'm a conservative-type dude. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I'm like... And I'm sitting here saying, fuck the police, but it's like, unless you're 100% on board, they're not going to be okay with whatever fucking point you have to make. I fucked the system, which is part of the police. The police Thank are you. part of the system. Now, but, now, but, 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 but see, hold here, on, here, hold here's on, where the system is. No, stop. Wait. No, oh, oh, you, you, I right. wouldn't be trying to get the same thought One out of time, my guys. Let's go. Time. Come on. All right. Get your right. shit up. Rain it in. It's not so much the just the, the them getting shot by cops. It, it goes deeper than that. It's they the actual penal too. system. They kill it, dogs, it's, too. It's, 
Dennis, shut up. Shut up. The way that black people are sentenced disproportionately to white people. The way that their neighborhoods are overly policed. Hell, there's a stat in the city of Boston. Uh, minorities make up 70% of all police arrests. Or, or, or Joe, you got to meet And like I said, the system's designed that way. It's been designed that way yeah. for years and years and, and, and years. And then how can you say systemic racism doesn't exist? Well, it does in that aspect. I mean, as far as well, like me and Trip go, it does. And I mean, the point is, is that none of us have though. anything to do. With, uh, look, uh, other than the last generation that's about to die, but none of us have anything to do with quote unquote systemic racism. There's, that's a, there's a generation that is a dying, a dying generation of black and white folks. That is the last thing of quote unquote bro, that's not, that's, systemic bro, racism, not. and they're all no, just, exactly. and they're it's all geriatrics. They're all geriatrics right now. They're all fucking too it's, old to fucking both, do anything about it. it. It's both systemic and actual racism. That's the problem. All right, so you yep. want to fight police officers like, and like, shit? Like, so like, so what do I? Uh, okay, okay, no, 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 no. Here's here's something that's lesser asked, Ernesto. What do I do? Teach my kids? Like, I'm a history dude. I got I got history. You tell me times and dates. I think I've proven that tonight. I, I've got times and dates that I can just draw up out of my fucking... I don't have to look it up. I don't have to Google these things. I got it in my fucking head. All right? I know about Frederick Douglass. I know about Thurgood Marshall. I know all of... I'm I'm well-scholared on all of these things. So what do I do to make it different? Other than be like, don't judge people on the character... uh, uh, You know, judge people on the character of their... Content. On their character, not on their But you're not the white guy that he's talking about. Obviously, you're educated. We're talking about stupid you're, you're rednecks and, 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 and neo-Nazis oh, like, and all that. Right, but it's like, like what do I do? How like, many, like, how many, many protesters like showed up at Juneteenth celebrations today carrying Trump flags and thin blue line things? <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't, you have people, that doesn't you have people celebrating. You. That doesn't well, involve wait, you. That, that, that does actually involve me. That has nothing to do with how you. How the fuck can you say that doesn't involve me? It has nothing to what, do with what, Okay, okay, As uh, f- forget Trump, forget the fucking whole entire political structure. What do well, well, I what do as a fucking white you, man with you, fucking white children, you, that, that, uh, other than teach them call, to you, just judge you, people you off of the merit of their value instead, of, instead of the color oh of their skin, and go like, it you doesn't matter. My same kid. thing like six times, Trip. Nothing you I can know. say or do is going to change We've heard the problem. You, trip. I mean, I get it. So why do I feel, why, why does everybody make me feel like I have to hate myself? And you my don't. children that, have to the, fucking feel the like they have to hate themselves. And a lot of colors. Wait, hold on. Time out. You want to know what it is? It's you falling into the programming that you bitch about. Yep. Explain. Explain. That's you. That that is you falling into it. You're following all this hardcore right wing, like pro Trump status. Like you say, don't bring it up. But I see the shit you post. I see the shit you talk about. Talking about no. the Confederate monuments oh, so in the South will rise again. My election's on. So Facebook like, supposed to define who the person as, is. As far as what, like, Dennis, hey, De- Ernest, Ernesto, so, let's Dennis, be on, hold on, let's up. be honest here. Let's be honest for a second. Well, that, you that fucking you do your same program. thing left wing as I do 
right wing. I'm, and I'm, it's I'm, not. It's, I'm pretty dead on. in the. I'm pretty dead in the middle, bro. Like I'm an I'm really, I don't eat, I, I call them both on both sides, but I can see I'm, that. I'm really dead in the middle. You're not but an the anarchist. Reason why they, the reason that you feel like you have to hate yourself is because all that side is doing is he making it that. be that. I, I don't. Yes, he did. I don't feel he like I have to hate said, myself. Do, I'm wondering why everybody makes me feel like I should. That, that, that's the that's persona exactly you're taking, but it's not there. That that That's what it is. It's you're you're being fed all of this information and you're being pressured. You're literally the programming that you bitch about is you're you're actually being affected by it. Oh, yep. so I like, guess I guess all the white people that show that. like I'm sorry T shirts and they show up in chains being asked to whip it, be oh, whipped by yeah, black guess, people. Guess that's we that's that's more like healthy. We don't like them anymore either. We don't like them anymore either. Because they're full of that's shit too. Fact. Yeah, they are full of shit. But I'm like, but, I don't but, want, but, I want everybody like, to okay, be honest. That oh, hold on, hold on, the other just day for about, a sec. Like, the the Jemima bitch, like that whole shit was was nonsense. That was you, right? Yep. Well, guess what? It's a brand of a syrup. It's a fucking brand yeah, of yeah, exactly, and it's, it's, it's stupid it's, shit. What, it's it's liberal it shit. Racial, wait, hold on. That that was Pepsi yeah. making a decision. Nobody did that other than Pepsi. That was them making no. a decision. My but point that's is, what I'm saying. Like that's a bullshit. It's a bullshit. It's a bullshit thing for a company to do, and it's like it, it's I'm not talking about my company. I don't care. It's, it's it's not bullshit if that's how the company feels. But that that goes back to it. You're, no, you're it's not. Uh, it, you really think that's how a company feels? Uh, hold on, Ernesto. Seriously, tell me again. That that's no, how the company has, feels. Because they make these drastic decisions every single time that racial issues in America come up. They just make these, they just realize all of a sudden that they fucking, hold on, hold on, hold on. These companies just make these rational decisions like, oh, now we understand that we were wrong this whole time. They admitted they were wrong five, six previous times to that. It's been a problem. I don't know who's wrong or not. It started. Joe, it always takes it always takes on, something to hold get on. them. No, I'm not holding on. It always takes something to get kicked in the kick them in the in their asses to do something different to make a change so they don't look hold like on, the bad guy. That's all don't. that is. It's a PR move. But, but, not, but even if it's a P, it doesn't it's a PR matter move? because it's back always then, a PR a move. Racism. It's not genuine. You think it's Hollywood cocksuckers are genuine? With their fucking hard shit. Wait, wait, no, how, it's more racist than anything I have to say. That's the truth. Wait, how how is removing a racist stereotype from an advertisement or a marketing campaign slash logo? Because it's a bunch of pandering bullshit that they don't believe yeah. in so truly. So that they Lynn, don't believe yeah, in. You asked the question, motherfucker. Lynn, I'm answering. Uh, was Linda Lake's pandering when they decided to take the Native American off the package? I don't know, but guess what? I have, guess what? Before this broke down. I'm a quarter Native American. I don't fucking count that around. And I go to my powwows whenever we have a local thing going. And I'm proud of my Native culture. But guess what? I don't look at it off. It's just like the grandmother, my favorite football team. The Redskins. Hold on. Here's a perfect point. Hold on. Perfect point. The Redskins. 
They all, you know, there's white liberals right now that are crying about that name way more than any Native Americans. When exactly. the Native American community comes together and says, "We want this gone," then I'm all with them. I'll be sad because we don't look at it as a as a Redskins fan. They're, you know, the Redskins are heroes to us. You know, that's like n- nothing but respect, <laughs> love, and respect. And you don't. And I'd be Joe, sad about it. Because we don't affiliate with the racism. We don't affiliate with the racism there. But no, wait, if they wanted it gone, I respect that, and I'm all for it. Hold up. Stop it! Hold on. Hold on for a second. Yeah, so 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 down, man. Slow down. You're missing one point. You might take that label off, but that feeling of being racism, you haven't. You know? I don't. I I grew up as a little kid loving Indians and Redskins and everything. I used to dress up on Halloween. I always wanted to be a Native American, and I never was. I'm a Celt. I know. Well, it's. I got like hey, Joe, 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 I got before I forget, the name of this is Kent is a closet racist. I'm the last, I'm, I'm the least racist guy What's on the name this of the episode? call right now. This well, is coming like from that. the conservative. Thank you. Thank you, conservative. Go back and worship Trump. No, call me Joel, a racist. I'm not worshiping Trump. Trump. I'm not Go back and worry about your white privilege. Get the fuck out of here with your shit. You know white privilege, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I don't know. I wor- yeah, you're right. I work, so I have privilege. I do right, what I got to do to get, do what I got to do. Man. So yes, man, privilege said, is man. about work ethic. I don't want to hear any of this horse shit. Privilege anymore. is about okay. being able to get that job too. Forty years ago, if you're black or you're Hispanic, you weren't getting that job. It's well, guess what? We, 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 have, we have affirmative action now. So that is the history here, dude. And the white we people have need affirmative to action now. So shit. it doesn't really matter how well that you is do white the privilege. job. You might just get the fucking job because you got a goddamn uh, different colored skin than I do. That's that's <sighs> what happens. That so, can be turned so around now with really affirmative action stuff. For the job. Oh, See, that's no. also wrong. What does it matter? Right I don't about care. That. Why oh, do I have to care if oh, there's no. a fucking guy that is that is? I I, I could care less if he's black, white, brown, or purple. I want. Right, there you go. I don't want anybody to get a job over me because they have a different colored skin. I want exactly. them to get a better job. Guess, guess how that works? Better at it than I do. Guess how that worked back in the day. If you do your job good and better than somebody else that's next in line, then you get the fucking job. And that's what I was saying. Okay, then go back to the 1940s and let's see if that's the truth. Wait, wait, wait. No, don't fucking go back. Oh, yeah, no, no. We're going to fucking have this conversation, motherfucker. Don't fucking Exactly. I hate to say it. I'm with Ernesto on a lot of this. Hold on, bro. There's a reason affirmative action. There were plenty of black motherfuckers who didn't get jobs because they were black. Yeah. Oh my God, Dennis! Dennis, the world Dennis, is the best. Dennis, go jerk off because you, you you're bringing up Eminem again. Go jerk off. Go, go well, snap it off. We, we, did, we did our homework. Go, go lose yourself. Go lose yourself in a nut, and 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 and, and like kill kill a baby mama or something. You're gonna hate on that. Um, I'm just talking about the hustle. The grind. Mm. What it means to yeah, fucking get up in yeah, the morning yeah, and fucking make and, shit and happen. That, if you're hungry, guess what? you're going to fucking Oh, my God. You, I have never met somebody who has been so conceited about going from homeless to a studio in my life. I'm like, your congratulations, boy. Congratulations, you're still I'm climbing. I'm your boy. <clears throat> no, no. Congratulations. I say, I say, boy, white, and black. 
You guys are I just bo- both racist. I you guys it. are both racist. Put it this way. I'm an alien, right? I was an alien for 16 years. I watched you guys yeah, play this game for the whole time I was here. You guys are both racist. You're an alien from You guys just want to point where, 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 where did this guy come from? Where did this guy come he's from? from he's from the same country as my girlfriend, and he's friends with Dennis. That's right. Okay, I, I so you're Filipino. Okay, go ahead. This guy, you're a Mexican Asian that wants to be black. No, listen. I'm not Mexican. This particular individual used to help What is the national shows. currency of the Philippines? I'll wait. It doesn't matter, Ernesto. This Joe used to help me hold shows, and he was there when the rest of you people and outside of, uh, you know, can't Oh, trip. here we go. But, now we're going back to I've been here since day one. Again. Oh God. Again. Again. Let me pound this shit in your fucking head because I was out here hustling and doing shows, not for money, but doing it because right. it needed to be fucking done. And that's where Joel came from. So thank you, Joel, and for joining I, and, the part of our family. I'm, I'm, a city, I'm a city council now, you know that? I'm, I'm commanded now right. by the work. By the super, super, right. super, the, the first supervisor of the county. I've believe. That, no. I've seen it time and time again. My family is a legion with the, uh, the, the, the real Columbus, you know, not no masonry, like National Columbus. My, my great-great-grand ancestors was even before all that. They were, they were sailing with Columbus, getting lost because they're the best sailors from the Spain. And and a Columbus from Italy, who's a cartographer, who came up with a map. And, and he would cut your ears and, off and made um, a necklace out of um, 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 Columbus a was Portuguese. From this motherfucker. Next well, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's got Italian. There you go. Yeah. I, I so y'all don't even know about that shit. That's the hustle and grind Columbus I'm talking about. Columbus was Portuguese. Hey, hey, dude. Hey, thank you, man. What I'm saying is everybody should be hold on, hold on. We gotta wrap this shit up, okay? We're gonna get cut off. Final five thought, minutes. We got okay. five minutes. Columbus is not my ancestors. The Nino boat, the, the Nino brothers, and the, the federal guy El Nino, and that's my ancestors, man. I Columbus is a bitch. My brother, right, well, my, my, you know what? You know who else is a bitch? It's everybody that calls in these radio shows and thinks that they run shit. You don't run shit. I've been doing shows before you even fucking <laughs> here. And I'm going to keep doing it. Every but, we, but you guys are right there. About that. You lit shit, man. You know what? I kept my mouth shut about that shit. I'm I'm well, who's racist? Who do you think is racist, bro? Who do you think is racist down here? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know who's going S-O? on with all that. So no, my grandfather, my, my grandfathers are white. Well, who do you think is racist down here, Ernesto? The Federal Reserve. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I could not tell anybody. Everybody's everybody racist, man. flesh and bones. And physical, you know, I don't know, racist, you know, but every, everything's on television right now is wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. That's wrong. And it's wrong. And it's wrong. And, that's and just the, just the, it's on, wrong because, on, like I said again, it's, we shouldn't have market. a race war. We need a class war. You know, it's, 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 it's a divide. Like Dennis was saying, it's divide and Final conquer. thoughts. We got four minutes. Final thoughts. And divide and conquer, as usual, is playing, as always does, most. Oldest played thing in the book, and it's still people are still falling for it, especially conservatives and liberals. And uh, that you know, they can't work their way out of that and get their heads out of their asses. And people are going to use race, you know, pull right. politics, either love Trump or hate yeah. Trump, it don't matter. It's us against the uh, ruling class, everybody. Next. Wake hey, the Dennis, fuck up. Uh, Dennis. 
The whole Zach, time you're looking Zach, for Zach, 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 and I can't. Ken, you're exerting no. white and, privilege. And I'm not even from I America. Said Ernesto, final thing. Shut Ken up, Trip. Is muted. We're gonna go around. Get high. We're doing. Get high and bust nuts. That's the final thought. Get high. And Amen, bust nuts. brother. Yeah. And fight the system. Hell yeah. Oh, I fucking muted the wrong person. I fucking meant to mute yeah. Kent, and I fucking. Oh, yeah. I'm gone. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guy. Yeah. Fuck. Thanks. Yeah. My bad. Thanks, Joe. I fucking meant to. Uh, he fucking hung up. But, yo, Good. fucking, my final thought is everybody's fucking gay and retarded, and I'm sick of hearing about blacks, gays, and Trump, and enough of all of it. Shut the fuck up, smoke some weed, and chill the fuck out. Get some pussy, bitches. Yeah, get some pussy, right. and stop being a, stop being a pussy yeah. and get some pussy. My final <laughs> thought is I'd rather be a That's racist than a crybaby. That's the name of the episode. Stop being a pussy. Right. <laughs> stop being a pussy. Fine. Final thought, stop being a pussy. Yeah. It's, it's fucking... <laughs> okay, final my final here? thought, my final no. thought, fucking chill out. Everybody is taking shit way too personally, and nobody is fucking really tuned in to what they need personally. So that we all have our own lives. We've all got our own things going on. Fucking and zero we in on that, dude. We govern ourselves. On... <laughs> we govern ourselves. We could do it. Free will, man. Free will. You know, free will. So, Christ yeah, my, Almighty. My final thought is, what, what, like I said, you can come from ashy to classy.